0: You know, I had a a bunch of different ways that I wanted to do this cold open, like all the way from uh, like, well, welcome to the Bears fan shit show, hmm. you know, and then all the way from there to like, uh, I had to write this down because, uh, so sorry if this is kind of scripted. <laughs> all the way from that to, uh, well, Justin Fields has his he had his best game, right? But, uh dan i decided i wanted to land this cold opener on this is all your fucking fault <laughs> Your fault stop coming to games sell your raiders tickets i can't insurance on your damn plane tickets do not come to chicago stay i've
1: got to come to the raiders game i've got to meet chris watson i've got to meet heidi
0: <laughs> sell your tickets then and just hang out outside the Go to a go to Wrigleyville and hang out in a in a bar and watch the game.
1: I can't. I can't. I'm in the third row. My guy Ron hooked me up. I'm in the third row. I met Ron yesterday, by the way. Oh man. So that was good. Ron, really? Yeah, Ron, I met him yesterday after the game in front of Walter. He was dismayed and said again, he's the season ticket holder of the 10 yard line in the third row. He said he's going to the Carolina Thursday night game, and that's the last game he's going to the rest of the season. He says, I'm not watching any more of this shit. I'm not, because he lives in Wisconsin now. He grew up in Chicago, but lives in Wisconsin. He says, I'm not making the drive or the flight. I'm not, I'm not coming down here for this shit. And that's what I told him. I said, The rest of the year, I promise I'm not going to any more games other than Oakland or, or Vegas, and I'm not buying any more gear this season either. That's my way of protesting this horse shit. And by the way, horse shit was the headline on the Chicago Sun-Times. I saw it at O'Hare today. <laughs> they just put a hashtag for the H. Oh,
0: my goodness. Yeah. Well, so maybe we can win next year.
1: <laughs> I, I don't year know. <laughs> I, they may not win a game this season.
0: I, I wore this shirt tonight just to, you know, to kind of prove the point when the last time this happened back to back nfc north champions
1: 0506
0: yeah just to prove that that's been it's been that long i mean wow we thought we had something here with the powerhouse at least i did
1: and the stuff with with uh claypool has really just shown you how bizarre and how awful this season is going I mean, okay, maybe there's more than he said that they're not utilizing his talents, which I believe to be true. And the fact that he spoke up and is showing that he gives a shit, I like that. But obviously they don't. But he must be doing something else for them to behave, to, to react the way they are, telling him not to. He's not allowed in the fucking stadium yesterday. He can't come into a hall this week. If you're going to react like that, and then the coach lies about it in the press conference yesterday. I mean, just it's a it's, that's a, the example of how off the rails this train is. I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's all you got for me. This is the cold opener, so we can get that oh, okay. get to that in just a second. Why don't we kick this shit off?
2: Bears country. Where is it?
3: Oh BCP Yeah Now with BCP Now with BCP Now with BCP Yeah you know
0: How's
1: this? A little pulp fiction action for you. I thought you were doing the Travolta and Uma Thurman like that V thing they were doing when they were dancing.
0: Yeah, I'm just trying to figure something out here the One day there's gonna be an epic dance, Dan. You might you might be the first one to see it.
1: I don't know if you saw, but yesterday, uh, I didn't see this until much later after the game because obviously it was a soldier field. Uh, but Gibson, uh, uh, the whom we released and just had to get rid of, had a strip sack. And I think Nicholas Morrow has three sacks already. And uh, we have two and four games, by the way. Two and four games as a team. So we can't sack the quarterback again. We can't create turnovers again. And uh, on, a, on the chance to either tie the game or to take the lead, Justin Fields does what Justin Fields always does. He turns the ball over. Whenever look it, it, this has been going on for a year now. I like him. I have no malice. I wanted him when he threw the four touchdowns. I was like, "Oh my god, this guy needed it more than anyone's ever needed a big game." And then and then he has the intentional grounding because he's afraid. He throws the interception and he gets the strip sack that goes for a touchdown. So throwing for over 300 yards, all that's mitigated. All of it, it none of it matters. He's still he's 5 and 24 as a starter. And another interception to end the game. That's like what, his seventh or something?
0: You know, I, Dan, Dan I told myself going into this tonight that I was going to uh, be your voice of reason and optimism. And I was going to, uh, you know, try to give you hope and uh, maybe change your mind on some thoughts. And, i I mean it's uh yeah justin fields had a great game for three quarters but i kind of said this the other night i I think i pissed some people off and it's it's just it's listen i'm just an idiot and you don't have to you know take what i'm saying as uh the golden rule it's just what i'm seeing and you don't have to hate me for it either we all have opinions every one of us have opinions for me we we were seeing Justin start to have those comeback games, like the Pittsburgh game, you know, and, and his rookie year, he had a really good, uh, great game against Detroit. I was at that, that
1: game, as I tell you.
0: He right last Incredible. year, he had a he had a bunch of opportunities taken away from him, where he were he was driving the ball, you know, the Smith Marset fumble game against the Vikings, the you know the four drives goal line stances against the commanders and blah, blah, blah. blah. I'm repeating myself. But I- how did Miami
1: end? Miami ended with the fields interception. How did Tampa Bay end fields right. with a pick six on the screen at the goal line? Look, if Jay Cutler were snoring picks like this, we'd be all over him. Not, not us, but the bear fans specifically would be saying, Oh, Cutler sucks. He's, he's an asshole. He's not any good. But when fields does it, it's like Everyone, it's like we want to protect him or something, and not and and not acknowledge when he struggles. It's weird how that is. Like either most people either really like Fields or they really hate him. And I like him, but I feel like I can also acknowledge that he's not performing well in the clutch. Whatever the clutch is, like you know, we're playing Denver, so John Elway is like one of the most clutch quarterbacks of all time. Didn't matter if he's on a good team or bad team. If he's down 14 in the fourth quarter, he, he's going to tie it or, or take the lead, much like how they did yesterday. Mm-hmm. Fields is the opposite of that. He's the antithesis of that. He's not bringing you back.
0: Here's here's the optimistic side of it: is that it's it's not his fault. It's the coaching, right? It has to be. Skylark 99 rookie coaches trying to develop themselves and they suck at it. I mean, that's a good point, Skylark. These are rookie head coach rookie coaches at their positions. Except for I think Williams, right? Wasn't he defensive?
1: Well, <laughs> Alan Williams and Claypool. You add both of those up, which was what I was saying initially. It shows you how dysfunctional the coaches are and the organization is. And so your point again, it's it's well orchestrated. I I can't take that away. Like that fourth down call, horrendous. If you're going to try to draw them off sides and then waste a timeout, then you don't fuck it. – you're going to kick the field goal. But they do it, call the timeout, and then come out and put Fields in a shotgun, of course, and then Khalil Herbert's got it. he's six yards behind the line, so he's got to go six and a half to seven yards just to get the first down. Why wouldn't you put Fields under center? Maybe you do uh, a quarterback sneak. Maybe you do a bootleg, a play action. Maybe you hand it – to either blazing game at fullback dive, you have so many options. You put him in the shotgun, it's inevitable what's about to happen, and boom, he's hit for a loss. Everybody in the stadium was like, kick the field goal, kick the field goal, kick the field goal. So, your point about the yeah. coaching is correct. He the coaching is a shit show, too.
0: Yeah. My cousin was at the game, he said the same thing. Everyone was like, what
1: is it? The guy I met last year,
0: uh, no. It's I, was, my other I like
1: that cousin. I forget his name. I like Steve. Him. Yeah, he's Steve. A, yeah, Steve. Where you are, wherever you are, I like you.
0: <laughs> he doesn't give a shit about this. He God damn lot. it! <laughs> I mean, it's it's you know, I it, I just feel like the coaching staff has failed has failed fields so dramatically this season by or maybe maybe you're maybe he has failed the coaching staff by not or both being able to you know run the plays that they want in uh 202 of the offense right there is some kind of a dysfunction there between the two i, I mean who's to blame for it i don't know but it's it, just when we start we started to feel like we were turning the corner here i mean i was telling you know, I was doing the GameCast with Lester on the PSF app, and I was, I was saying how beautiful of a day it was there. Right? It must have been a, an absolutely beautiful day.
1: I got sunburned. I'm a pasty white fuck.
0: Was it hot though?
1: Yes. It oh. wasn't as hot as Green Bay, but it was about 80 degrees and sunny. <laughs> the Green Bay game was hot, hot,
0: hot. So not enough uh, sunscreen. Yeah. I
1: didn't. I mean, I don't even know if I'm allowed to bring that on a plane. They'd probably fucking arrest me and sodomize me with a toy if I try to bring sunscreen on the plane. Probably. <laughs> Make me go down on somebody or something.
0: <laughs> but I mean, it, it looked like a really nice, a great day for a Bears game. And then you were, you guys had the twenty-eight to seven lead. It, 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 you must be having so much fun, right? And then, like a vacuum. Oh, no, the
1: enemy. The Bears fan, because he was, you know, I'm not gonna say he was in the toilet, because he he didn't. My friend Sylvester didn't give up, but at 28 to seven, he was a little downtrodden. And I told him, I was like, I didn't know how poignant my words were gonna be. I was like, man, you're still in it. It's the Bears, man. You're still in it. So keep your head up. I'm like consoling him. He didn't console me after the game. Mm-hmm. He did drink. I drank maybe the best beer I've ever had. I'm not being dramatic. It was so fucking good. It was in October's, you know, like, you know, a pumpkin thing. Cause it's October uh-huh. uh, out of the keg though, out of the draft. It was like Sam Adams pumpkin out of the draft or something. It was, it was fucking amazing. Wow. And the, and the like women, it. the fucking women that we saw, like ever, I'm like, damn, that's a 10. That's a 10. That's a 10. <laughs> I mean, it was just like, holy shit. Like the women in Chicago were really well represented this weekend. I can tell you that.
0: You sent me some pictures and said you got drunk. How many beers did it take? Two.
1: Well, it took more than two. I am six five, but I don't drink very often, so it didn't take many. I would say, again, they're big. They're essentially two and one. They're essentially two and one. They're really big, you know, drinks or bottles. So are not bottles, but cups. So I would say I drank like five of those. So probably about ten overall, because there's like two and one.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, so I got hammered uh, the first night. Uh, the second. After the... Oh, I felt fine. Okay. I hydrated, too. I, dr- I was drinking water the whole time. Good. Uh, and the next day, we went there just to eat the same place, and I drank two more of those big beers just because they were so good, but it wasn't to get drunk. It was just to go along with my hamburger. So
0: <laughs> Nice. Cliff's saying Bears need to sign a DC now. I'm in, the, in favor of that. They need to either promote somebody or fucking sign somebody.
1: Yeah, if uh, Iberflus was the defensive coordinator and wasn't the head coach, he would be fired. He would be fired, but he can't fire himself, I guess, or he, he's not going to fire himself. So yeah, I agree with Mister Cliff Victoria there, uh, but he's not going to do it, man. These coaches get, I, I it's vanity. They they just get this ego, and and they can't. You can see they're failing, and everyone knows they're failing, but they're doing everything they can to continue that failure. I don't know what Malort means. What's that mean?
0: Oh, you've okay. So you've never had Malort. <laughs> I meant to ask you this question. Malort is a drink. It's called Jepsen's Malort, and it's is just that liquor. Like, it's like a liqueur. Apparently, oh, I,
1: I definitely didn't drink that.
0: I've never had it, but apparently, it is absolutely. It's like people have described it in a a million different ways as the worst, you know, basically anything from um, like a litter box in your mouth for a month to, um, you know, it's anything in between in there. Vaginal (laughs)
1: discharge.
0: Yeah. I've never had it, but I cannot wait to try it with Chris Watts.
1: My friend Sylvester tried, they only have it at this bar, the sports bar we were at on game days. And it's called a bear down. So he's like, oh, I've got to try the Bear Down. I'm in Chicago, you know, it's game day. Because we, he tried to get it the Saturday night. It was their their most expensive mixed drink, but they only do it on game day. So he was like, I got to try the Bear Down. He's like, oh, this is terrible. This is the worst thing I've ever drunk. He's like, do you want to try it? I said, look at it. It looks green. It's like a Packer color. So no, I don't want it.
0: <laughs> Dude, by the way, uh, with the uh, Chris Watts. I have some kind of exciting news. I, I
1: are we getting uh, him laid? Is that the good news?
0: No, it's. I, I want to kind of break it right now. We'll do it. All right. Well, so, we're
1: getting him a whore.
0: No, even better. Ah. Well, maybe not for him, but uh, yeah, not
1: for him. I think he would agree with me. We uh, gotta get him laid.
0: Um. Yeah. That not a whore. He can, he can find somebody better than that. So hold on. So let me just for anybody here that doesn't know, Chris Watts is a a fan from England. He's in Yorkshire, Uh, made friends with him. He's been on the show many, many times. He's on the bar room. He does the barfly tailgate show. I set up a GoFundMe for him to bring him to Chicago. Uh, And and this is the the video that I made uh, for the promotion for that. So let me just play it for you really quick. So we raised about twelve hundred, excuse me, about twelve hundred dollars for him. And he was able to get tickets to both the Vikings game and the Raiders game because they were back to back. So he's flying in on the 12th. And Lynn Hayden, who I do a show with on Thursday, she has her own channel called Lynn Hayden. Let's talk Chicago Bears. She's You're hooking the- her up with him? No. She- oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Perfect insert. No, she, she's, she's been calling around, uh, the local, uh, like sports, like Fox and NBC and Fox got back to her. And so he's, he's agreed to, uh, meet with Fox to be interviewed. Wow. On Friday, the day after he flies in. And, uh, so this is in the process. It just happened tonight. And so he's agreed to it. So, uh, this is in the process hopefully hopefully everything works out because it's already underway they want to interview him as super fan of the week
1: get your uh, subtitles ready yeah (laughs) i love chris but at times he sounds like mel gibson and braveheart
0: yeah the puzzle the puzzle pieces just fly through the air and you have to grab them in your brain and just put them all back together and you're like oh that took a second but i got it now (laughs) So that would be, that, I mean, that, that'll be amazing for anybody. That is.
1: So he's going to be on Fox 32 out of Chicago then. Yeah. That's pretty fucking incredible.
0: Yeah. Thanks.
1: Why didn't you. they talk to me? I, I mean, I'm hopping planes and, and, you know, buses and walking and uh, hitchhiking and uh, all this shit. <laughs> this, this dumb fuck comes here all the time from West Virginia, for God's sake. <laughs>
0: We'll have to work on that for you next year, Dan. Yeah,
1: <laughs> maybe I can meet Wani. He's got. I saw him last night. He still got such a great head of hair.
0: Oh, that's good for him. But may, yeah. maybe, maybe arranging something like that for you would actually be what it takes to get you a fucking win in a game. <laughs> oh
1: God. Yep. Because yep. Seriously. 14 straight losses for the Bears and 15 out of 16. And my record now watching the Bears live is one win and nine losses. Ugh. I feel like David Montgomery now. I just can't take any more losing. That's what he said when he went to Detroit. You know, like, I I just, oh, the losing is getting me down. That's why I went to the Lions.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Just, it's just such a, it's almost like I'm numb to this now, though. You know, the first week was just devastating. The next week was devastating. The third week was, uh, no, the second week was 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 devastating because I was with Cliff and, yeah, that's when
1: he threw the pick six at the goal yeah. line.
0: Yeah, we all knew what that happened. What happened in that game, and then the the next one was even more devastating. But this one just feels like, like we're becoming numb to these losses. And I just that that's the worst part. I mean, it's we've had bad seasons before, but holy shit, guys. Record
1: yeah, but awesome. we never had a guy that we thought was legitimately the franchise quarterback. Just, and again, I know everyone's going to say, what about this? What about that? And I know he had Nagy the first year. I get it. And Iberflus isn't any better. I hold get on, it.
0: Hold on, hold on, you fucked up. I'm not even going to get into that. That's, I have zero thought. Well, took me a he,
1: Well, I'm just saying the coaching sucks, but he hasn't grown, man. He has not grown. He has not gotten better. He's not shown enough progress. And yesterday just shows you that. I mean, he was, I mean, he's not going to have. More than likely that kind of game against a stout defense. So yesterday was his chance to show off and show what he's got. And he still couldn't keep it together in the fourth quarter. He's five of 11 in the fourth quarter with, you know, an an intentional grounding and two turnovers. Yeah. It's just, man, he crumbles under pressure. And I think more than anything, I love the guy. I want him, like, I feel like he's a good guy, a stand-up guy, a smart guy. And it's just like... Man, when I when I played baseball, I I wanted to hit 350, but I was more like 250, so I wasn't going anywhere. I mean, I was okay, you know. I mean, he's okay. We yeah. want him to be great. He wants to be great, but he's just not. And when you have two right now, the first pick and the second pick in the draft, how tantalizing is that other quarter? Even if I don't even want to start talking college because I don't watch college, but I hear about the kid from USC, whomever that guy is. There's no way if you're a Bears uh, executive that you're not saying, if, if it, we had the first two picks in the draft, one's a quarterback, one's a defensive end. There's no way around it. They need uh, pass rush, and they need a quarterback. Uh,
0: that's that's why I don't want to say the name again, but I just feel like if I said it, I said it last night on the postgame show, if you're fucking zero and twelve, or zero and ten, or zero and fifteen, or whatever the hell, you, you, at some point you have to figure out what you have in the the internet sensation known as Tyson bajant Right. And if you don't have to draft a quarterback, and you can use both those picks on a let's say a Marvin Harrison Jr. and a defensive end, then how much more special would that be, or a like a stud left tackle? Like a stud left tackle?
1: Are you saying Larry Borham's not a stud left tackle? Oh, yeah, you're right. He's terrible. Yeah,
0: Braxton, Braxton Jones. I mean, he's... he's yeah,
1: a- but Larry Borham's who's playing left tackle right now because Braxton's on the IR. Right. And 75 was called for an assortment of penalties. I praised him last week for, like, looking pretty good against Kansas City, but he was like, let me show you who I really am against the Broncos. Hey, but they activated or going to be, doesn't he... To activate Jenkins now, he's he served his uh, four game uh, imprisonment. Well, you know, hopefully he's healed, but they put him on IR, which meant he had to miss four games. And those four games have gone, and they've designated him for return. I'm sure it's too soon for him to play Thursday, uh, but I would imagine by the time Chris is here in Week Six, I bet Tevin Jenkins is at left left guard.
0: Yeah, because there's no way he's playing to this week
1: it's too short of a
0: week he just came off of ir unless he's been ramping up and he's 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 fine then they can plug and play him but he might need a ramp up week
1: he'd probably be better than nate davis even if they just said fuck it you're playing bro
0: yeah man we i gotta we have to stop here for a second and acknowledge chat blowing up here Thank you guys for joining us. GCA Destroyer 1320 just got in. Thanks for joining us. Zach Sullivan, Skylark99, Mr. Mayhem, Cliff Victoria, Mo Beerman, Mark Kazak. Guys, thank you all for joining us. If I missed you, I'm sorry. Zach Sullivan, GCA, Steven Bennett. Is that goddamn Lions fan here? Oti Duro. Ulti Ulti Duro? That's an interesting name. Thanks for joining us. Um, What was your question?
1: Says that goddamn Lions fan here, but if he is, he's got so much reason to pound his chest. I mean, damn, they beat Green Bay, too. They beat Kansas City, like, all on the road.
0: They kicked Green Bay's fucking
1: ass. I know. The Lions are who, to quote Dennis Green, are who we thought we were or something like that.
0: Vernon Roseman. You know Vernon, Dan. Thanks for joining us, Vern.
1: Yeah, Vernon was a cool dude to to interview. That when we you had him on, well, yeah. just to talk to him, I thought yeah. en- interesting guy.
0: He's saying I've got to deal with these Washingtonians this week. Washingtonians this week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh yeah. How are you feeling about that, Vernon? I uh, I'm not feeling good. <laughs> Ouch.
1: I don't know if they what week the flex starts. But the Bears are at Sandy. Oh, fuck, Sandy, Los Angeles. The Los Angeles Chargers on a Sunday night game. I believe. Uh, I think it's Sunday night in Week Nine. If they fl- if they can flex, NBC is going to get that way away from that damn game. Mm.
0: Yeah, I know it's it's just not looking good. <laughs> I mean, this this defensive line this week is terrifying then maybe Chris Watts can be our good luck for the Vikings game or and, Heidi. Yeah. Or
1: Heidi's guys. got cute feet. I don't know about Chris's, but uh, Heidi's got really cute feet. Maybe that's somehow is luck, like a rabbit's foot, like maybe Heidi's you could, foot. Maybe
0: he get foot. Chris to show you his feet while we're at the game.
1: Uh, no guy has good feet, but no, Heidi's he got good feet, and we, maybe I can rub her feet for good luck. <laughs> I don't so, know what to do, man. I wore old gear this week. I wore a hat, a Bears starters hat, starter hat from 1996. Literally from 96 in a Cutler jersey thinking don't wear any field shit. We never win when I wear field stuff. So I I went old school and and we still I don't know what to do. Like I, the more we lose, the more I get superstitious and start thinking I need to do this or that. I don't know what to do. I've worn I wore old school gear. I wore different shoes that I've worn to hadn't worn to games. I I am out of fucking ideas.
0: I have worn my I've alternated between my Tillman and my Peyton jersey for like the last year. And I I think I'm just going to go with my Erlacher for these next two games. That I'm, going I'm not to-
1: wearing an Erlacher so don't don't make me do that. That can't can't be the answer.
0: Yeah, you know, that's why I haven't worn it in a while. I just kind of feel weird about him.
1: Have you seen those billboards with him with, like, the the hair, the creepy hair, Urlacher? They're all over Chicago.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I know. It
1: looks like he's got pubic hair on his head. (laughs) (laughs) He's got that little pedophile look on his face on the sign. He's like, I will molest your child, number 54.
0: He's pretty um, uh, vocal about his... um, political views too which that's that's why I just haven't worn his jersey in a while but, I don't really
1: uh, care about that I mean Jay's a Republican and I, I love Cutler, so
0: oh so it's the hair plug thing that's your problem
1: I, I don't want to go off on a rant but the thing that couple things that really rubbed me the wrong way with Erlecker the first one was when again he could have been innocent that doesn't mean that it's it still bothered me one of his baby mamas accused him in 2008 of and intentionally trying to screw up their child's identity. They said that he was painting his boy's toenails and wearing, making the boy wear pink diapers and make him say everything was pretty and cute. And she, she sued his ass. She said that he was intentionally because he's just a crude fuck trying to warp her son's sexuality. And I was like, God, who does that to a fucking child? Wow. You know, And then, you know, it was just like in 07, it was just like all of his one-word dick answers. Because everyone said Jay's a dick, but how many times you hear in 07 Urlacher say like, yeah, go to FoxSports.com, go to Jay Glazer for my response. You know, it's just like he was a dick that whole season. As soon as Jay got traded for, he and Bobby Wade called Cutler a pussy. And then he got hurt in week one against Green Bay in 09, hurt his thumb, missed the whole season, and was criticizing Jay the whole time, while he was hurt that whole year, it's just like, dude, I know you liked Kyle Orton, but get the fuck over it, man. If you could have
0: like what you're saying is you hold grudges.
1: Well, the thing with the kid really bothered me. Now again, maybe he maybe she lied and just wanted money. Yeah. But if I you sure accuse anybody's accused, that was in the Chicago Sun Times, too. It's not like I just read that on Twitter or some shit, it was in the paper. And um, it was in a court document. I don't know how what happened. And if you recall, his brother's a shitbag, too. Uh, Casey Erlecker, he was in jail or something. Former Bear, he tried to make the team in 03 in the spring and didn't make
0: it. I remember, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I, that, that, those kind of things rubbed me the wrong way with Erlecker. He was, you know, it doesn't mean he wasn't a great player, but, I, it, I, it, you know.
0: I have to respond to GCA's uh, comment here. He said he got a Bears tattoo in 06, and they went to the Super Bowl. I got this in 06 too how about that buddy it's still holding up yeah it's the wrong color blue but he didn't have the right color blue so maybe it it, it hasn't
1: faded like like i can see the gsh
0: yeah you can definitely tell it's a gsh you can tell it's like the skin is it's ripped and you can see the jersey under there So I'm right there with the GCA. Nice. Also on your left arm.
1: I, I think I'm just going to wear player. somebody obscure next time for the Raider. game. I'm going to wear like fucking Tank Johnson or something.
0: Nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Mike Brown. That's who I need to wear.
0: GCA uh, bears country podcast at gmail.com. Send me a picture. I'd like to see it. You know what?
1: I saw uh, the beside me. The dude had a Jim McMahon BYU jersey yesterday. Oh, that was sweet. Yeah. He said, I don't want to wear bears colors because they're so bad. They don't deserve it, but I can support the bears by wearing Jimmy Max college Jersey.
0: Nice. Yeah. I had a couple of shows there. I wasn't wearing bears in case, in case anybody didn't notice. I just had on a blue hat and a shirt. <laughs> I get it. I get it. It's, and you know, to the same thing with the, I'm wondering if my Jersey, I'm, you know, I'm starting to wonder if I'm, that the, um, you know, the, the skepticism in me or whatever that the, what is it called? Help me out here.
1: The walk critic under,
0: in you? No. Walk under a ladder is bad luck. Oh, but, oh, superstition. Yeah. The superstitiousness in me says, uh, you know, maybe I need to change my damn jersey or stop going to the games. Cause I've been to like, what, five games now in two years and lost. No, I, the first game. Was last year against San Francisco. They won that game. Yes. I, I went to I Miami. Won the losses.
1: Both of us went to Miami. I know you went to Atlanta and to Tampa Bay. And the 49ers. So there's four. For me, I went to Miami and Minnesota last year. And so far this year I've gone to Green Bay and Denver. So we've both gone to four games since the start of twenty twenty two.
0: All losses. <laughs> no, no. Your, yours was a win on opening day. One of mine was a win. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I was watching that on TV with my girlfriend at the time and thought, ah, I told you we were going to beat San Francisco. And he had the field said the rain and the snow angel thing in the rain it just looked like, ah, this is an iconic moment. We got our guy.
0: Oh. I know. <laughs> sure did, didn't it? Yep. It lives in infamy, The slide. Man. Jerome, thanks for joining us. Today's interview with Fluce was a disaster for him. STC, thanks for joining us too.
1: Thankfully, I didn't hear what he had to say today because I was traveling.
0: Yeah, it wasn't, uh, it was the same old bullshit just picture in your head what you think his responses would be to everything. And you, you have,
1: uh, we're, we're having really good practices. <laughs> uh, we're, we're working on our culture. That's why we told, uh, mm-hmm. Oh, did I say yesterday he, he didn't want to come to the stadium? Uh, we told him not to, uh, we I'm sorry. I missed Saturday.
0: That. He, he backtracked and said, instead of, instead of saying he learned yesterday is the news. He, he backtracked and said it was Saturday and he was just, uh, you know, uh, it was after the game. So it was, everything was, you know, he, his mind was different, different places. And he told everyone that it was, uh, you know, it was a mistake, something like that. It was just, uh, Iberflus so is a liar as well. And, but the, the, the way that he handled the press game conference yesterday, did you see that? No,
1: no. I I, I hope yeah. to watch the TV copy of the game when I go home tonight. Um, but no, I listened to hamp and OB in the hotel, but other than that, I don't know anything else about. I just read stuff on Twitter, so enlighten me, please.
0: Uh, they, they just the interview was almost over, and they just stunned him with, a, with Claypool questions, and he was just fumbling and bumbling and stammering just very uncomfortably. <laughs> and it, it, you, you almost felt bad for him. And then he didn't really have any answer for it. He, he gave, the, he ended up saying something like, uh "They just found out today," and da, da 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 da. And then Justin comes out after him, and Justin says how they learned yesterday, on Saturday, about everything. And he couldn't answer whether whether he was told Claypool was still was told to stay away from the team. And it was just it was just very uncomfortable. It's not what you want to see. This is this is kind of what. He, I'm starting a new campaign here on BCP for fucking Jim Harbaugh. Jim oh, Harbaugh is my, guy, is my guy.
1: You know, the best thing about the only really good thing about the Claypool situation is whenever he's traded, they want a fourth or fifth rep- reportedly. If they don't get it, they're obviously going to release him soon if they can't trade him. The best part about that is he's going to fucking shoot when he goes to the next team. And he'll tell us what's really going on. Who's really to blame here? Is it Iberflus? Is it Luke Getze? Is it Justin Fields? He is going, He the dude wants to be paid. So he's going to tell you when he goes to the next team, it wasn't my fault. It was that fucking shit show back there. Thank God I got traded. Fuck those guys. But he's going to really say what he feels about Iberflus or Fields or whatever. So I'm looking forward to hearing what that is, because that may shed some insight to all the questions we had at the outside of the show. Yes, but you're right, Harbaugh. I Harbaugh, mean, former yeah. former Bear dudes won. You know, took the Niners to the Super Bowl. He he's got idolized- that mystique, the a- the attitude. Mike Ditka is his hero. What else can I say?
0: He idolizes Ditka. He learned from him. He would be. He's he's been successful everywhere that he's went. He does want some power. I'll get into that in a second. But he he his his dream job is to become a Bears head coach, the Bears head coach. And to me, there was it's just plain and fucking simple. Jim Harbaugh, Mr. Mayhem, is exactly what the Bears need. It's like it's it's like it's destiny being stopped from happening by the Bears it's all out there. The resume is there. The, uh, the, the dude knows how to handle this crazy media. He's He's gonna be able to have his team in check, not fucking divulging shit like they are to the media. He'll handle them for them. He's listen, if he wants control people say well, he wants control. okay? Well, Ian Cunningham, why don't you go take um, take that job over there as a general manager? And we'll insert Jim Harbaugh as head coach and give him assistant general manager duties. That way he gets some control and say over the kind of players that he wants in his system. And quite frankly, why shouldn't he have that control? He's proven that he knows what the hell he's doing. And he's great with quarterbacks. If he got what he got out of Colin Kaepernick, he has another year before the fifth year option to get that out of Justin Fields, right? Uh, Yes, absolutely. So, Win-win. You don't have to draft a quarterback this year, and maybe, just maybe, if Tyson or if uh, Justin Fields doesn't work out for him, maybe he likes Tyson Beignet and he sees something in there that he can work with. And next thing you know, the Bears are the team that everyone thinks they should be because they're run by a fucking competent football fucking man who knows how to control Chicago media, put him in his pocket, deal with them brashly, and if we get a Super Bowl out of it and he leaves in five years, who gives a shit? But at least he's helped to build a team that maybe can be sustainable perhaps by somebody within his own coaching ranks that you can promote. And that's how you start to get yourself into a position of generational wealth per se with building a team. I so saw that his buyout his buyout's
1: only 1.5 million.
0: Well, f- fuck it, dude. Jim Harbaugh or bust for me. I'm going to start making t-shirts. I'm going to make videos. Let's put, we got to get Jim Harbaugh here. He's the guy. It's it's that obvious, Dan. It's that obvious. <laughs> what, what I
1: concur, doing? but we also need a t-shirt that says something like, Chris Watts gets pussy or bust. <laughs> No, man, I love Chris, and he says he hasn't been laying in a... He just is like, oh, man, I've been laying in all the time. So it makes me feel bad for him. Like, we need to get him laid when he's here. I'm not mocking him. Chris would probably... He looks like the kind of guy that would fuck you up after a soccer match anyway. <laughs> looks like he, if you didn't like his soccer team, he would just fucking just beat the dog shit out of you, so...
0: he He... He uh, doesn't even like soccer though, so he wouldn't even be at a soccer game. That's but doesn't he
1: look like a guy that would fuck you up in in Europe over soccer? Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. And he's he's not that short, from what I understand. So he's he's he he, he, he was a scrappy dude in his time. Yeah, so, I can see yeah. that. Yeah, he still is. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah, we'll have to work on that, Dan. I don't know if he wants to pay for it, though.
1: <laughs> no, I didn't mean for him to literally pay for it. Right. We don't want to. He doesn't want to catch a venereal disease or something. I mean, right. We just need to find someone who has sympathy for or, his situation. Or
0: just loves his accent. Yeah, there you go. Oh, he's he's so cute. He's
1: like Austin Powers or something. You know, like he can say, "Do I make you horny, baby? Do I?" Yes, I want him to say that. I want him to say that.
0: Somebody just said that. Taylor,
1: Taylor. Yeah, maybe the Fox Show will make him get him some ass. Yeah, like you P- just said
0: that last week. Say it again. Is that the first time you said that that you want him to say that?
1: No, I think we talked about it last week. Oh, okay,
0: yeah. I, I but maybe that
1: Fox shows. Show that you were talking about the piece, the piece on Fox Thirty Two will get him a piece. Maybe.
0: Yeah, maybe. We're staying at the hotel. This. <laughs> This night, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, with the accent, I imagine. Yeah,
1: I will disagree with Mr. Mayhem on the B enemy thing. Uh, the reason why is because every time we hire somebody from Kansas City, they suck. Uh, remember the offensive coordinator in 04? Help me out with his name, uh, Terry Shea. Terry Shea, yeah, yeah they tried to implement because the 03 Chiefs. With Trent Green and, and Dick Vermeil, they were high flying and they lost in the second round to Indianapolis. But uh they tried to make themselves an 0-4, the 0-3 Chiefs, didn't work. Then they tried the bald fuck, also from Kansas City. That didn't work. That's the only reason I don't want enemy. It's not to say that he wouldn't uh or is not capable, but I just I don't want to try to run Kansas City's offense.
0: Is Polk working out? That's another guy.
1: Maybe I don't know, but I, th- the fact that you're on a shotgun like ninety percent of the time just irritates the shit out of me. Why do you have a fullback on the roster then if you can't just run the ball? you know what I mean just fucking run the ball out of you know out of an eye formation it's not that it's not like you're running the wing tee of nineteen forty one or something come on
0: right, yeah, true which they might, they might want to go back to. Why
1: do I have a pink hat? Because it's for breast cancer awareness, right? You got to do yeah. something back for the ladies.
0: Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's, I, that's what I thought you were going to say.
1: Actually, it says inter- intercept cancer in general. So, And my mom died of uh, cervical cancer. So there you go.
0: That's terrible. My dad died of liver cancer. So,
1: so again, more reason to support fuck cancer, you know?
0: Yeah, Fuck cancer. Terry Shea. Right, Robbie's saying. <laughs> yeah, he brought
1: Jonathan Quinn because Jonathan Quinn knew the offense from KC too.
0: And how bad was that? Yeah, we got we got a lot. I've seen a lot of calling for Jim Caldwell instead of Flus. What do you think about Jim Caldwell, Dan?
1: Hell, uh, he won the Super Bowl. Well, no, he lost the Super Bowl. That's right, no nine to the Saints with uh, Manning. Yeah, I I don't know, man. Like. If we were going to bring somebody that had that mild mannered of a disposition, I, I would say bring Lovey back. He wouldn't Lovey. I don't love Lovey. I thought he deserved to be fired after the 2012 season because of the two straight collapses. However, uh, Lovey is competent, and if he were there, the, all of this mal- dysfunction would not be happening. I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl with Lovey, but when Lovey was there, he commanded respect.
0: Yeah, just did you see the dysfunction and at, at the Illini? Yeah, on the Illini team that he had.
1: I don't watch college uh, football, so
0: yeah, it it wasn't that great. Well,
1: when he was with the Bears for nine years, say what yeah, you want, we it. didn't win enough, but the team the team was respectable.
0: It was twenty years ago.
1: Hey, he got us the first pick in the draft this year by going for two wait, and wait, getting wait.
0: it. I got, I have a better idea. Mike Dick is still alive.
1: No, come on. Come Mike, on Mike is like 80, what, five, 86 years old now?
0: I mean, perfect, perfect, perfect.
1: No, lovey, lovey can perfect still coach, PR. though. You can't uh, tell me lovey uh, wouldn't be better than this shit show that we have with Eber Ah,
0: uh, Ditka would be better than lovey.
1: Mike, Mike's having a lot of health problems. He
0: could still, he could still run the team. I'm telling you. Let's bring back Mike Dedka, guys.
1: I'm afraid Mike Dedka is going to be like like Virginia McCaskey and not be with us too much longer.
0: I know. I'm sad for that. That's awful. Yeah. Like, is she going on 101 or 102? I think it's one. Yeah, 101.
1: Maybe it is two. Let me look it up.
0: It's one. I think she turned 100. Yeah, she turned 100 last year. Let's look at up. January 5th is her birthday, but I believe she turned 100 on January. Oh, is it really January 5th? Yeah.
1: Uh, that is also the birthday of one Marilyn Manson. Uh, <laughs> but uh, let's see, Virginia, you're right, January 5th, 1923,
0: so she is 100. Yes. Nobody wants a Super Bowl more than her. You know, it's it's come on, man. It's not going to – it feels like it'll never happen until she's gone. And that's the sad part. No, it's
1: me. It's going to be me that dies first. As soon as I die the next season, the Bears win the Super Bowl. Until then, they don't win one game.
0: (laughs) Well, could you get that done in my lifetime, Dan? (laughs) I'm
1: trying. If I keep flying out there and eating McDonald's at O'Hare, I'm going to kill myself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if i keep going on my starbucks bender like i've been for the last two weeks i probably will too <laughs> i won't i won't make it either or if we just
1: keep watching the team
0: uh, yeah that too yeah i, tell I you couldn't what,
1: believe the sun times literally said horse shit in the on the paper
0: <laughs> well they they didn't they they put a uh
1: still that's a ballsy headline that's a ballsy, ballsy headline h did I send you the picture? You did. Okay, good.
0: Yeah, I could show it. It's it, It's literally... um.
1: It's the greatest headline in a newspaper I've ever seen.
0: So did, they're getting an edge
1: over the Sun-Times, man. Almost a borderline rated R headline.
0: There you go.
1: Horse shit with the Eber flus. <laughs> no one deserves the title Horse Shit on the newspaper more than Matt Eberflus
0: <laughs> Oh my goodness. Uh, that's our media for you. That's <laughs> clever. All right, so all right.
1: I don't mean to direct this the ship here. It's your show. I'm saying, but if we're gonna try to be positive, because maybe this is you know, catharsis and all to be negative, but maybe we need any positive. You're going to be 0 and 5 more than likely, but you get almost two weeks off. I don't know. Is, is there any positive in there? <laughs> Some solace. Maybe they make a change somewhere in between there. I, I don't know if the bears have the temerity to actually make a, a, a coaching change in season. Cause they would have fired Tressman or, or Fox or Nagy in the midseason, and did remember they had that report that the bald fuck was going to get fired, and then they didn't they denounced it immediately.
0: Yeah, you know what the common denominator is between all of those non midseason firings? They've all been first time head coaches that didn't except have, Fox. except for Fox that didn't have. Well, even Fox, other than Fangio, I guess he's like probably the only example. Uh, that's but everybody else had incompetence behind them including this regime so who are you going to put in there getsy
1: no <laughs> he might be the guy you have to fire then if it's not Eberflus.
0: i mean you know greg roman from baltimore mark kazak is saying but it's like you what are you going to do just hire a, a coach mid-season you have to sure. have, we, no
1: we've done it before don't forget gary croton took his ball and went to BYU in the middle of 2000 and just quit after he was good. in 99 as the OC. And then in 2000, he was deplorable. So he left and that brought on the, the era of uh John Shoup that everyone loves to talk shit about. But the bears were 13 and three with John Shoup and one mind you
0: Skylark saying, what about Jeff Fisher?
1: No, you talk about bringing up somebody from the past. If love, he's not good enough. Jeff Fisher's Mr. Eight and eight.
0: <laughs> well if he can get us to eight and eight that'd be a miracle at this point
1: L- lovey could get us to 10 and six he's shown
0: that so he would lovey smith
1: i mean he was pretty close to winning a super bowl 14 6 lead
0: so when i when i get you a lovey smith fat boy just of just his. His face, his head. You mean a fat head? A fat head, yeah,
1: a fat head. <laughs> fat what boy sounds like like a dildo or something. <laughs> Here's Lovey's dildo. <laughs> Have fun inserting the fat boy up your ass.
0: Well, that, that would be appropriate for you, with how much you are in love with him. No, he just
1: he earns respect. He commands respect. Oh, is what I'm saying.
0: He, he earned it. Does it he doesn't. He's not dead.
1: He's not dead.
0: He's old as fuck and he's not, he's out of practice. <laughs> he was coached last
1: year. He helped us get the number one pick in the draft by beating Indianapolis as the Texans head coach and went for two to get it and went for two to get it. It wasn't his fault all last year that Deshaun Watson didn't get to play because he was wanting women to finger him up the ass and had all these sexual accusations against them. That he was suspended all year, so he didn't have a quarterback.
0: Well, so let me finish my question. So, if okay, like go it, ahead. when I give you a Lovey Smith fat head, would you like it to be <laughs> of like the nineteen or the two thousand six Lovey Smith, or w- would you like it to be like current? No, I don't
1: like. I don't Smith. like that beard. That I beard's got to beard. go.
0: Okay, well, that's the Lovey Smith you're going to get.
1: I would tell Lovey, you can be interim coach if and only if you shave that fucking beard. <laughs> what is he <laughs> going for? He's like, he's like. Uh, Santa Claus Lovey, you know,
0: right? That's the Lovey you're gonna get on this team. Old, washed up, gray beard, gray, long bearded <laughs> mountain man Lovey Smith because that's where you <laughs> should be right now is off in the mountains, <laughs> <laughs> retired, enjoying the money that he made.
1: Oh, well, that's what he is doing. I don't know if he's in the mountains, he might be back in Texas. <laughs> Love again, Lovey deserved to be fired. I'm not one of these guys, it's like, oh, they fire Lovey at 10 and six. I mean. He had to collapse in eleven and twelve. That's why he got fired. So I he needed it at the time, but where we are now, if you told me they fired Eberflus after Washington and gave Lovey just the interim gig for the rest of the year, like to and you have a chance to to prove you deserve to be the coach again. Shit, I'd be all for that.
0: That's you're allowed to have that opinion. I I wouldn't.
1: You'd rather keep Eberflus.
0: I, I would rather, honestly. Uh, shit, put me on the spot there. Um, I, I don't. Here, here's what I would say. If here's if I was Ryan Poles, I would say, "Listen, Matt, you've got to promote someone. We would like you to promote someone to defensive coordinator, so you can focus back on being a head coach and uh, taking care of all aspects of this team." instead of wearing multiple hats whoever it is if you if if you know someone that can run this defense and you want to bring him in even if it's lovey smith then fine but i don't want lovey smith to come in and just be our head coach but i would prefer that he was just kind of made you know uh pushed in the direction of promoting someone to do that from within there has to be someone that's capable enough there has to be I, someone that can't blow a 20, you know, a 21 point lead.
1: I so doubt that.
0: I don't know. It you know, it he's wearing too many hats, in my opinion.
1: He wasn't any good with when he didn't have the extra hat anyway.
0: Yeah. He's lost
1: 14 straight games and given up minimum of 25 points in all. Of those games, which again, continually is an NFL record that just keeps getting worse. And he's lost 15 of 16. And the common denominator there for the most of those games has been Fields, too. Mm -hmm. The Fields, again, 5-24. and Like he's had almost 30 starts and only won five fucking games. If you want to
0: bring him in to make him D.C.
1: He's not going to come in for D.C. The only guy that's ever done that that I can think of is vance joseph in denver ironically was the head coach and then went back as the dc lovey has got too much pride to come in as the dc i mean he you know he did take us to a super bowl whether you all want to acknowledge that or not i know it's been a while but still
0: well how about greg roman then people have mentioned in chat
1: well he turned lamar jackson's career around so maybe he could do that for justin
0: I'm just talking as a defensive coordinator someone to fill in as defensive coordinator oh, I thought you
1: meant the to... offensive the former offensive coordinator of uh, Baltimore my bad sorry
0: no Greg Roman's a defensive coordinator right
1: I thought you meant the old OC from Baltimore
0: oh okay but he run he was a he was the old wasn't Greg Roman the San Francisco uh defensive coordinator for a while back there ran a nasty defense but I think he was a three four wasn't he guys you guys know in chat Greg Roman.
1: But no, it, he's the, that's the guy I thought he's the offensive coordinator of uh the Ravens.
0: Oh, so who's the guy I'm thinking of?
1: Uh, San Francisco had Vic Fangio, and then they had the guy that Sala that coaches the Giants now
0: before Fangio.
1: Well, that's who Harbaugh had. Uh, and Robert Sala was after that.
0: So, what was it? Um, Mike Singletary's defensive coordinator.
1: Uh, Singletary was interim coach, at, at, and like oh nine or ten or whatever.
0: Yeah, we're just ta- Laz. We're talking about um, someone right now to just come in and run the damn defense for us, because I just I really believe that Fluce needs to just give that back up to somebody and go back to being a head coach, and run that duty. It, it, too many too many hats. It's like the Nagy syndrome, you know. He's trying to run the offense. It's not working. And and head coach the team. So it's if that's what I would do if I, if I was pulled right now, I'm not going to fire him because I I'm not going to just bring in a, another coach off the street to just pick up right in the middle of nowhere and try to lead a team, uh, you know, from the street. That's ridiculous. So if you could if you can bring someone off the street that knows the style of defense that you're running, and can adapt to the play calling so the team can, you know, continue to operate. That's all you need at this point. You're, you're taking that duty out of the head coach's hands. Or- Maybe that Wilkes guy
1: that used to coach in Carolina last year. Who? Steve Wilkes, the guy that turned, he got the interim gig in Carolina and did fairly well. And then they replaced him anyway with, I guess, Frank Reich. Isn't he the coach in Carolina?
0: Mm. Yeah, but he's so
1: a defensive guy
0: another name that i've heard is uh leslie frazier
1: yeah but i think he he's having some kind of health issue that's why he stepped away from buffalo
0: yeah but i heard he was better somebody was saying
1: I well he just took, he took a leave of absence. i think Buffalo's still his employer
0: technically oh, okay fair enough but so then you but what do you what about promoting Dave Barganzi? What about promoting uh uh John Hoke? Go get another Maybe we
1: can bring back Sean Desai. <laughs> Remember we promoted him in and uh, bald fucks last year, and what did he do? Nothing.
0: Is he, where is he still in Seattle though?
1: I don't know where he is. He's probably Wait, what- in the XFL or
0: he became Seattle's defensive coordinator last year. I think
1: he works at the university that Bajit's from. He's a shepherd. I'm yeah. joking. But Steve Wilkes, yeah, that's who I was advocating for.
0: Yeah, he used to be on Lovey's staff. I think you're right, Ravi. I mean, I, I don't know. It just seems the most obvious answer to me. You're not going to fire it. You're not going to go firing and There's no one to replace him with. So there's no promotion-worthy guy below him. So... Promote from within, yeah. And gives give that job to somebody else. DG Daniels. DG Daniels, man, great to see you again. I haven't seen you in a while, brother. I know it's hibernation time. And now you're probably coming back out because you're just fury, infuriated with this team. And I don't blame you. Good to see you again. Along with Ravi and uh, Laz. Demand 1599. Great to see you guys. Man, it just feels like a therapy session every fucking week now, doesn't it?
1: It just feels like a dysfunctional family with an alcoholic father beating my mother. Is what it feels <laughs> like, and I'm in between getting hit too.
0: <laughs> what, I, what did I equate it to last week? Uh, it feels like I'm 30 years old going on, and I haven't had puberty yet.
1: Yeah, that's right. you
0: it's like Everyone around me is getting laid or married or having children. At the very least, they're just they're jerking off at will. <laughs> I can't even get a boner yet. I can, I, I can get a boner, but I don't know what it's like to come. You know, it's like
1: if someone takes that out of context,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's like being a Bears fan right now. It's like what what a what a blue ball cl- clusterfuck that game was. That was that was that was the definition of blue balls this past Sunday. So, you know, maybe one day I'll I'll be able to hit puberty. That's how I feel. Jesus.
1: It it was it was really bad. I mean, I I don't know what to equate it to. They had that meltdown against New England in two thousand two at champagne. Of course, no one will ever acknowledge, but they got you know a Tom Brady call. You know, now it's Mahomes. He's the New England, the Kansas City Patriots. But at the game in Champaign, Brian, the late Brian Robinson, intercepted him, went three yards with the ball, like three fucking yards with it, and they claimed that he didn't have control of it, gave the Patriots the ball back, and then they threw the touchdown to beat us. Uh, which also the catch was questionable in the back of the end zone. But the Bears had a big lead in the third quarter, and it dissipated just like yesterday. <laughs>
0: sorry i'm just laughing at mo here they make a pill for that shorty i'm trying to type it here in chat but so they they make it wait so mo you're saying they make a pill for me to finally hit puberty at 30 years old is that what you're saying (laughs) sorry dan i I just i was laughing at that in my head oh it's okay (laughs) we got swifty in the house what's up swifty uh so what's what's gonna happen this week, Dan? Just a an even bigger debacle of clusterfuck? A bigger shit show?
1: Based on all the history that we've seen with the team, going back to Reagan's presidency, more than likely they'll be on national TV and just be dreadful. Of course, it's not really national, it's on Amazon, but you get the point. It's probably just gonna be another fucking like debacle. Like the Bears at Packers in 2014 with Trestman, when we're down like 50 to three or something, you know, at the 42 nothing. Remember that? It was in the second quarter, I think. I'm not saying Washington's going to win that kind of margin, but I think if I had to bet my money, the Bears will be embarrassed. And by proxy, we'll be embarrassed. Hopefully, with
0: being a young team, we can. Pick up and put our shit together and get ready for this short week and come out and actually make a game of it on Thursday night. That'd be nice to see and not lose by 45 to three. (laughs) Or, well, we
1: had a game yesterday. 17. (laughs) What's that? We had a game yesterday and we still lost.
0: Right. If that happens again, you're going to feel better, or would, would it not matter?
1: You mean if they have a blow another big lead? Yeah. Oh, that would be terrible. I I, I don't know. What's a more- loss? A loss is a loss is a loss is a loss, as they say. You know, like I don't know what's even. I mean, I don't know what's worse. The worst case scenario, I guess, would be Fields coming out and throwing like four picks in the first half, or or something like that. That would be the worst. By the way, Seattle had 11 sacks tonight. 11. Uh, And I should acknowledge the guy I always talk about being overrated. Khalil Mack had six yesterday, six in one game. He didn't have six in his entire tenure with the Bears, I think, but he had six. I'm being sarcastic, but he had six in one game yesterday. He won't have six the rest of the year, but he got six yesterday. The Seahawks had all those sacks tonight. What do we have to do to get sacks? We've got two as a team in four games. We can't get picks. We can't get sacks. When the, the Broncos fumbled the ball on special teams yesterday, can't get on the ball, can't get a short field. You know, it's just like, what do What do we have to do to get turnovers?
0: What do we have, eight? Uh, so now 20 sacks in the season and four games?
1: <laughs> 20 sacks since, like, COVID started.
0: They only had 18 sacks last year, if I'm right, right? I think so.
1: Who knows? It's bad. Like it was. Terrible. Yeah, the Robert Quinn was great in twenty one, I guess. But yeah, 22 and twenty two and 23. the Eberflus. It's fucking Eberflus. His defense gets no turnovers, no pressure. They just stay in a fucking zone and get picked apart because the man has no balls. He's like basically trying to play it safe the whole time.
0: Dan, we got some guys that are actually kind of confident. In this week, going up. in it, the Bears. Washington
1: ever- almost beat Philly yesterday, by the way.
0: Yeah, they did.
1: So why why should we be confident that we're going to beat? I was about to say the Redskins, the football team, the, the Red Commanders, Redskins. whatever the hell they are.
0: The RedBuds.
1: Well, they don't own the copyright for Commanders, so they'll probably have to change their team name next year. But whatever. They don't. Nope, they lost in court before the season started. They don't own the copyright for their own fucking team. Not kidding.
0: There's I, I remember reading a story about that there was a guy that copyrighted all these different names for the team and he was he was willing to give them one without even selling it to them and they wouldn't take it. It was a really good one too. So I wonder if that was the same guy and he was like, "Well, fuck you." <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's like if they had to change again, I mean, why not go back to Redskins and not use the the Native American logo, just use the R? Mm -hmm. But then again, the Indians were doing that and took away the tribe guy and and whatever his name was and put a C and then they couldn't keep that either. But Kansas City can use that fucking caricature of an an Indian, that chop that the Braves in Florida State do as well. Which is like an Indian on the warpath, which is a caricature of them, and that is a racist chant in some regards. But you can't be the Indians, though. Hmm. But Kansas City's allowed to do that, you know. Whatever they can do, whatever they want. Oh, Taylor Swift. Oh, fuck Taylor exactly.
0: Swift. Right. And the Braves can do their chop. Oh. Well, the
1: Chiefs do that too, and yeah. fucking hate the Chiefs.
0: D.G. Daniel says Washington football team is coming back next year. Should have kept that one in the first place. And What I think they should have done is just kept the name Redskins and changed the logo to Redskin Potatoes.
1: Oh, no, just go back to the R they had in the early 70s before they went to the, the picture of the Native American gentleman and just put the R with the like the the feather on it, which is what they had in like 70, 71, that era.
0: Yeah, but the, the name Redskin being... Um, you know, Native American was that was the problem as much as the it was the was.
1: picture of the Indian itself. I think so. You could just use the R, which is what they had before in the logo, which is not the picture of a Native American. So, but then again, that chops allowed to be done, and that again is a caricature of them saying they're on the war path.
0: Or just change it to a redskin potato.
1: It's also weird that they were the football team in Washington, even though the technically the football team was in Maryland.
0: <laughs> right
1: they play in Landover so.
0: we got Swifty saying one cover better two blitz where's three at is this, is this a five part thing Swifty Clip saying how is that not the same as Redskins what do you mean the Redskin potatoes that R was kind of cool wasn't it Dan, GCA saying,
1: yeah. So I'm saying you eliminate what they're saying you're making fun of or disparaging by using the R logo.
0: Hmm. Washington but- Warriors would have been cool. I don't know. Who cares? Mo, Mo Beerman says. <laughs> I agree. Well, shit, dude. Uh kind of. What tired. if they said the Bears?
1: <laughs> What if they said the bears was a disparaging term toward homosexual hairy men, and <laughs> we had to change our name? <laughs> 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 I'm tired too. Clearly,
0: oh man, yeah. I know we kind of wanted to keep this show short tonight because you had a long weekend and just recently got home, right?
1: Yeah. As soon as I got home, I took care of my animals and uh, fed them and. Changed their litter out and got in my Jeep and came straight to work. So and, then, and I'll unpack my bag too. Uh, started washing all my clothes I had, but that's it.
0: And then like two hours later, hopped on this.
1: Exactly. I'm gonna go home yeah. and finish cleaning house afterwards and hope to watch the Bears Denver TV footage. Uh, or the game rather, the the TV copy. And I hope to stay awake. But again, it at ten o'clock in the morning. The group's supposed to come to my house and start installing some kind of drainage system in my basement. It's going to take all day tomorrow and all day Wednesday, so I won't be able to sleep before I go to work at night. And it costs $10,600. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's supposed to officially finish the basement, though, and keep it dry. Wow. No groundwater that way, or so I'm told.
0: Wow. Wow. You just keep getting nailed left and right with those big bills like that. Holy shit.
1: Yep. Goldman Sachs has that loan (laughs) and Wells Fargo has my mortgage. And you know, these corporations own my life.
0: (laughs) Oh shit, man. Oh man.
1: By the way, I don't know if he wants me to say specifics, so I won't, but I will acknowledge in a continuing of bad luck. And I won't even say who it is. Aldo had a, a really close family member have to have emergency surgery on Saturday. Oh, Really close. So it's just like the bad luck continues for all of us, man.
0: Wow. That's awful.
1: Yeah. I don't mean any disrespect to Aldo. That's why I don't want to say who it is and all that, but it was again, somebody he really cares about and, it's just like, fuck, man. Even if he wasn't hurt. Let's say he wasn't hurt with the recu- recuperating because initially he was supposed to go to the game with me. He wouldn't have been able to go on anyway because of what happened Saturday.
0: No shit, yeah.
1: So thankfully Sylvester was...
0: It's a good thing it didn't happen last second. Yeah. I feel like an asshole now. I reached out to Aldo today and asked him if... I told him about the Chris Watts thing with the um, Fox News, and I was asking him if maybe if he could... Uh, politely asked him if, if maybe he could... Hu- Help with uh, with hotel via Donna.
1: (laughs) Right, yeah, she's (laughs) a boss man.
0: Like, just like somewhere right around where the fox, where the fox studio is. Just because I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna be picking up Chris at he lands at 7:30 on Thursday, and that thing is at like eight o'clock in the morning on Friday. So we're just gonna have to go to a hotel. Well,
1: Donna could definitely tell you where to go. I mean, she she could
0: go through customs and all that shit too. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm saying she knows. She's like, she's a champion on that stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, but I feel like an asshole asking him now. I didn't realize he was going through shit like that.
1: No, so. nah, I mean, you know, like uh, he was supposed to eat dinner with us, and uh, obviously he couldn't. So I don't know if he told anybody else. He probably wouldn't even have told us if he didn't know. He already had plans, though. We were supposed to meet. Uh, what's the name of the town that O'Hare's in, or just outside of Chicago? No. <laughs> I, right out it's, fuck. I, I, let me look it up um, I'll tell you we were supposed to eat dinner in a town that's like three miles from the airport uh, shit look it up
0: oh gosh that's it. Rosemont
1: that's a good guess it might be it let me see
0: I don't know it's I'm trying to think of what towns are right next to it
1: it is Rosemont yes
0: Excellent, mayhem.
1: It was Rosemont. That's where we're supposed to eat at. <laughs>
0: Eduardo, 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 Miguel, saying, "Dan, you need to hire Mexicans out there. They'll save you thousands
1: <laughs> Oh man, I can't. I can't endorse that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's picking on himself, so that's it's all good.
1: <laughs> and I'm going to be with my my favorite Mexican lady, Heidi Zimmerman, for the Raiders. Yeah.
0: Games. And her feet, and her feet. You're gonna you gonna pay her for pictures?
1: No, she she'll she'll let me she'll let me suck her toes and everything. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> no, but Heidi's great, man. She sent me a message. She's like, I'm so sorry you had to watch that fucking shit. Like as yeah. soon as the game as soon as the game ended, she was sending me messages like that. Like I feel so badly for you to be at that game. That's the game you were at, and I paid six hundred and fifty dollars for two tickets.
0: Oh, 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 God. oh, my goodness. That hurts.
3: Yeah, well,
0: you, was your response? Don't worry, you'll get your turn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no reach around. No reach around. None.
0: <laughs> yeah. Same thing that we all get.
1: <laughs> I think I do think that George Halas's statue, he's pointing, telling us to leave. Don't come in and watch this shit. I would fire this guy if I were still alive. So leave. You know, our statue statues pointing. <laughs> He's telling us to leave Soldier Field.
0: Exactly. Get the fuck out of here. Don't watch
1: this team. I wouldn't watch them.
0: <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, let's wrap this show up. What do you say?
1: If that's what you want to do, that's fine. Do, should we do something like for real try to make it like go out on a good note or something i feel like something to make it full circle i don't know i feel like it doesn't it's like a song without an ending or a movie without an ending
0: right yeah now. it's like uh, there's there's like um uh no closure to it it's like the yeah this feels right incomplete now. right now okay well um why don't we end it on a positive note by saying okay uh, all right so even though we have a four game you know only four games or four days to go before we play the next game right we have to look at the positive side guys um we're gonna be doing malort shots right mark <laughs> and um the Bears the Washington is also on a a, a four game you know hiatus between it between the two games that they played so they don't have an advantage
1: they don't have to um, travel we they do
0: don't have to travel but you know, maybe the travel is good for us. It gives us time to think on the plane and reflect and watch game film.
1: Well, let, let me say this real quick, too. Uh, and not to interrupt your thought, but in Green Bay, the Bears, the, the, the audience, I was there, the crowd turned on Fields and the team by the third quarter and was booing them. Yesterday, the crowd overwhelmingly was supportive the whole game. The only time I heard any boos was when Russell Wilson kneeled down to end the game, and then when when everyone was walking off, that's when the, the crowd booed. But during the whole game, Fields had support the whole game.
0: I saw somebody tweeted. Uh, they were walking uh, fans k- chanting, Caleb Williams.
1: Wow, I didn't hear that.
0: And one of them was wearing a Cutler jersey.
1: <laughs> I saw a Cutler Denver jersey while I was there. Nice. Yeah, that's old school. I, I saw probably three or four... Bears Navy cutler jerseys and I had on the 1940s when and I saw like I said a Bronco blue one too
0: I burned my cutler jersey
1: see it's what I'm saying everybody it's like fashionable to hate Jay but if uh, he struggled as much as Fields did I mean god Fields gets a pat on the back and a fucking blow job when he struggles but Jay gets like a fucking you know the whole city telling him that he's a bum <laughs> Oh, you weren't really hurting that championship game
0: uh, I was I, that game that game ruined an entire year of football for me i don't even I didn't even watch the next season i i didn't I didn't watch a Super Bowl. I didn't give a fuck. It ruined it for me that that loss and uh, the the half the reason why I burned the the jersey though was it was it was one of those jerseys I bought walking to the game and just somebody was selling it on the street, so it was like the off color blue It was like oh yeah.
1: You don't want to buy one of those fake jerseys.
0: They're terrible. Yeah, like a cubby blue Cutler jersey, and I was like, "Ah, fuck this jersey." So I'm like, "Fuck Cutler," so I burned it. If it would have been a nice jersey, I'd still have it. I just put it. I, I would put a new name on the back. I'd put like Gordon on it now or something.
1: <laughs> it's. I guess it's about time. He's going to miss Washington, and he could come back.
0: Yeah, that'd be nice.
1: So after the buy, he should be back for Minnesota. I assume. I think he had surgery on his broken hand. I guess he could have a club or something. I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't even realize he was on IR until today.
1: Yeah, he's been. He got hurt during the Packer game.
0: D.G. Daniels is asking. Uh, d- uh, oh, they
1: announced the defense before the game. They didn't announce the offense. That he got an ovation during the Green Bay game when he the biggest ovation of the whole team on in week one. But yeah, if week four yesterday, the defense got announced. Uh, you know they did that deliberately, because no. Justin has now become Trubisky. Like when Trubisky was like, "I don't turn the TV on" or "I don't want the TVs on at Hallis Hall." That's Fields now. You know, it's like his psyche is so fragile.
0: I can't blame him. I yeah, I, I didn't. I out s- the world and just focus on my craft.
1: He's. That's why I, initially I was so proud of him, because he does have immense adversity right now, and he still came out and was throwing those touchdowns. I was like, man, no one's needed this more than he ever that since he needed this, and it was like a wet dream. And then suddenly you woke up and you found out, nope, nope, I w- I'm not actually getting laid, and I've got like herpes sores all over me. That's <laughs> that's you were getting a you were getting a blowjob, so you thought in your dream.
0: No. You woke up, and you're like, oh, shit, I haven't hit puberty yet. I can't have a wet dream.
1: <laughs> May- well, maybe that's when you do have a wet dream. You know, I never had one. I'm kind of jealous of that.
0: Oh, they're overrated.
1: Yeah. I mean, if I could, like, wake up with nut everywhere
0: and be like, I didn't even do it with my hand. This just came out of me. That would be so shamed. You don't even know. It's, you don't know what to do with yourself.
1: I just wipe it off. That's what I do.
0: But it would be a good an
1: orgasm without me having to use my hand. But I'd rather use the lady to do it, too. I don't mean using it derogatory way.
0: But you're just wiping it off and just keeping the same pair of underwear on and just going back about your day? No,
1: not the same, draw. You can't wipe it on the same drawers. And
0: All Right, okay. Just making sure.
1: And definitely I've never been a wipe-it-on-socks guy. I don't know where the hell that shit came from.
0: Yeah, that's, that's that's a fallacy. So Mark's saying you never had a wet dream about Lovey?
1: No. If anything, uh, you all could say that about Ditka because I love Ditka and Wani as well. Love Dave Wanstead.
0: I love them for about a year
1: until he told you to get the fuck out of the locker room, kid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Until until they just, well, they did make the playoffs the one year with a, what, nine and seven record.
1: Yeah, and they beat Minnesota.
0: Yep. Lost to the Cowboys.
1: No, San Francisco.
0: San Francisco, yeah. With with Steve Walsh?
1: Kramer played the second half, but yeah. Yeah.
0: It's always nice. uh, It's testing my memory to yours.
1: (laughs) That game was January 1st, 1995, and it was the first playoff game that Fox ever broadcast.
0: Wow. It
1: was was the first season Fox had football in 1994. The 94 season, their first playoff game ever with Pat Summerall and John Madden was Chicago at Minnesota.
0: That's impressive But that you remember that.
1: Yep, Steve like, Walsh was a Minnesotan.
0: You're like, no, it's written down right here.
1: <laughs> no, no, I, I remember. Steve Walsh was a Minnesota native too, so he got to do that in front of his fa- in front of his family. You know, they were heavily favored. Uh, they beat us twice in the regular season, although the second time is because Butler missed a fucking field goal. But they blew us out at Soldier Field in week three. It was like, God, like forty four to to nine or something it was some really really awful score Terry Allen ran wild and yeah so the Bears are supposed to lose and 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 had a great game Jeff Graham Steve Walsh Raymond
0: Harris fun day Raymond Harris loved him
1: yeah and then opening day next year he broke his collarbone and was out for the year
0: yeah for what the first or second time
1: that was his his second year. You know, his rookie year, he he did okay and then broke his collarbone opening day.
0: Okay, because then he broke his collarbone again like the next season or two years later.
1: I don't recall that. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I know he did that against the Vikings on opening day of 95.
0: Yeah, he definitely broke it twice.
1: I think he finished in Green Bay too. It's like how that that happened, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah, how did you not remember that? (laughs) gca (laughs) gentlemen i'm going to bed have a good night we're going to wrap this up here in a second too gca so thanks for hanging out with us what were you saying dan
1: and i was just saying i think conway broke his collarbone one year too
0: i don't remember that
1: love curtis conway
0: so did i i was making an art piece for him i was in art school and uh, i was a really good artist i was making a sculpture of him and uh i never finished it i was going to give it to him but i was like how the fuck am i going to give this to him
1: you're going to make me a lovey one
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'll make you i'll make you a lovey statue there you go with the beard and all (laughs) i don't like the beard (laughs) i'll just have him standing in your room like this
1: <laughs> he could say Ricks is our quarterback.
0: I'll put the uh, I'll paint this the scoreboard in his eyes of the Super Bowl with with Hester running for the touchdown.
1: Oh, what a good moment that was.
0: <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy? If you could actually see that.
1: You oh. thought for sure, you really thought. I mean, even Thomas Jones said it. You thought when Devin Hester returned that kick to start the Super Bowl, which has only happened once ever. No other Super Bowls ever begun with the kickoff return for a touchdown. So he thought when Hester returned that kick, we're a team of fucking destiny. Yeah. This is our year. This is our game. I remember the hat when they won the NFC Championship. Uh the Super Bowl 41 hat said, one game, one dream. And I was like, Yeah, this is my the one game I've been dreaming of. This is our moment. It had a 14-6 lead, too. And,
0: and I remember the, I remember the Super Bowl colors being blue and orange.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Just thought if it just didn't fucking rain, man.
0: Monsoon.
1: And I, yeah, you know, I've said this. I, I asked Greg Gabriel. I asked Thomas Jones. Uh, and Jones answered it differently. He said that he thought the game was too big for Rex. But my question essentially was, if you bench Rex and put in Brian Greasy there in the second half, and I love Rex, I did. Um, but you can't worry about someone's feelings in the championship game. If you're struggling this poorly, we'll go to the other guy. And I think if they put Greasy in the third quarter, we might we might have won.
0: Mayhem's agreeing with you, and I I, I think you're right. I mean, he was he was struggling.
1: That rain hurt things. Though. I mean, because Rex had you know had his he struggled early on in the New Orleans game. But man, that end of that end of the game in New Orleans came back. He had that big drive went five for five straight down the field and threw a touchdown to Barian. That essentially clinched it. And so, I mean, and he, he had a big throw to set up Robbie's field goal against Seattle in overtime, a seam route to uh, Rashid Davis mm-hmm. that set up the game-winning field goal on a third down with a blitz coming at him too. And so Rex has some good moments, man. But uh, Gabriel said the main thing to hurt Rex was when he broke his ankle in uh, St. Louis that it hurt his mobility too much. He, it took that element away from him where he was a really good runner before that.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But he was still twenty-one and fourteen as a starter. I mean, think about that. Rex Grossman won twenty-one of thirty-five starts, and twenty-nine starts. Justin Fields has won five.
0: I remember his first game. He threw a bomb to like fucking. Uh oh man, what was his name? Number eighty-five. Um, <clears throat> eighty-five. Um, we traded. Bert- we, ended, we ended up trading him away for uh, Marty Booker. I think it was Marty Booker. I think it was a deep ball to Marty Booker in his first game. Was that? Yeah, that was against
1: Washington, and he and that was the second game. But you're right; he beat the famous, everyone loves uh, uh, the guy they traded to Denver for Portis. You're supposed to be the best corner in the league. What? What's it? they traded him straight up for Clinton Portis? What yeah. is it? Wait, Champ Bailey. Yeah. Champ, Champ he beat, yeah, he beat Champ Bailey, uh, Rex did in, in that game against Washington. But his first game ever was against Minnesota. And if you recall, at the end of that game, Charles Tillman stole the ball from Moss's hands in the end zone. Peanut took the ball away from him yeah. and intercepted the ball in the end zone. That clinched the game.
0: I was at that game. And I was in that wow. end zone right in front of me, yes.
1: That's awesome. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, like literally 15 feet. In, it was right there.
1: That's great. So you were at Rex's first start, and I was at Fields's first start.
0: Oh, wow, well, that's cool.
1: I was at Fields's first start in Cleveland when he got sacked 99 times.
0: I told my wife at the time when they drafted Grossman, I, I looked at her I said, this is going to be the kid that takes us to the Super Bowl. He and was. Then, and then he – He uh,
1: just didn't win the Super Bowl, but well, he, he broke, did take
0: us. He broke his ankle and then tore his knee or whatever the order of it was. What The,
1: the knee and head? then the ankle.
0: Yeah, I remember him crying at the, at the ankle.
1: Yeah, uh, that—that's why Greg said tore his career up because he didn't have any mobility after that.
0: Right. Yeah, and I mean he was—he had his shortcomings, but the—the the dude could sling the fucking ball. So, but, you know, that's no excuse to not have taken a chance on Aaron Rodgers. Would you? Would you? Would you agree?
1: I hate that man so much. I don't even want to. He was the bear,
0: you, you wouldn't hate him.
1: Well, you could say that about anybody, you know. Well hell, I wouldn't hate Mahomes if he's a bear, wouldn't hate Brett Favre if he'd have been a bear, but
0: Right. So but if he, they would have just drafted him and he was a bear, you would love Aaron Rodgers.
1: I that's a big fucking if, man. <laughs> I, I I just can't I can't meet you there at all, not even you halfway. You're,
0: in your mind's eye, you can't go back in time because you already hate him so much. You can't Yeah,
1: I don't him. I I yes. Yes.
0: Uh, DJ saying J.F. needs a fresh start. Him John Robinson will be killer in Arthur Arthur Smith's offense. Trade deadline.
1: It's my birthday.
0: I have uh Falcons season tickets too, DJ. I live in uh Atlanta. And uh what the hell do you never go to the games then? <laughs> Cuz I bought them for built-in Bears games. <laughs> do you at least sell them? Yeah, I sell them off and I mean okay. literally they're only like $1,000 a year. They're like a thousand forty bucks for all for all ten tickets. Wow, or or ten or eleven tickets. They they haven't gone up in price. If I decide to go to a game, I like I said I've said this a million times. I I've I've and it still stands because I did this last year. A chicken finger basket, a cheeseburger, uh, a chicken finger basket comes with fries, a cheeseburger, a beer and a water for thirteen bucks. So it's well worth it to go to a game, even if there's you just want to go to a game like they have the draft party. So I can go to the I can go to the draft and just hang out on the field and watch the draft if I am so inclined to. But uh, I also get uh, first dibs on concerts and shit. So if my dumb ass would have paid attention to the fact that Taylor fucking Swift was going to be here.
1: Oh, don't bring her up.
0: I could have bought those tickets for 300 bucks and sold them for 25 million apiece.
1: You know, uh, actually my email. Congress is. Uh, I'm not making this up. Uh, I don't think it's been passed yet, but there, there's the possibility that you're going to have to start filing with your taxes if you sell tickets of $600 or more. You have to claim them.
0: If you, if what?
1: They're trying to. They're trying to curtail shit like Taylor Swift tickets or Bears tickets, for this matter, going. Uh, for crazy, crazy, egregious amounts. the The idea is, if you sell tickets six hundred dollars or more, you have to claim them on your taxes. Yes, that's that, in the works. That's in works of happening. That they said
0: it's already happened. I had to sign that waiver and and the tax stuff for my Falcons tickets just to make my fucking money back. I'm not. I don't even make my money back because I don't even people don't even buy all the tickets. Like nobody gives a shit about the Falcons. That's why it would be nice if Justin Fields was here because maybe they would. But literally, it's if even if you go to a game, it's like half full. So yeah, but when I was selling, when I was trying to sell my tickets, I had to do all that tax stuff in case I ended up, you know, making money on it.
1: Yeah, they they're trying to keep the the ticket prices. That's a way of keeping a, a ceiling on it. You know, instead of them going for such high amounts, you know?
0: hmm Yeah, because if you make, you know, $4,000 on a couple of tickets, you know, or $8,000 for two tickets, I mean, I, I get it. I get it. It's coming, Shorty. Yeah, you're right. It's already here, man. It's already here. What are you guys doing to celebrate the win this week in P.J.?
1: yeah i took the thursday off so if for some reason they win i'll tell you what i'll do i'll celebrate after the game i'll like beat off to porn like four times afterwards just i'll be euphoric
0: there's a there's a pretty big liquor store at a half an hour away <clears throat> excuse me mark i could look for some malort there maybe i can celebrate that win with that <laughs> i was on the psf app with lesser Mark came in to the stream and he was talking about how he's, he has this Malort that his friends bought him for his birthday years ago. And he's been waiting to do, he was going to do a shot once they win. So he was so damn excited that he was never
1: taking that shot.
0: Yeah. Well, he, he, he he has had it. It's terrible. He does. He doesn't want to drink it, but he, you know, he was excited to torture himself with it for the bears win.
1: Oh, gotcha.
0: So, sorry man he he jinx himself he's like yeah man i'm I'm, I'm about ready to crack that bottle they were up 28 to (laughs) seven uh maybe one day mark maybe one day well danny boy let's wrap this shit up i'm gonna uh get ready to go to bed busy at work i know you have to work you have to finish your evening
1: yeah, well, I'm I'm going home to finish cleaning and hopefully watch the TV copy of the
0: Bears-Broncos, but... Oh. Yeah, you know. Well, enjoy that. I'll be watching the All-22 tomorrow.
1: It's interesting, we were talking to Falcons. Apparently, Matt Ryan did that game on the broadcast. I didn't even realize he was retired. I thought he was the backup somewhere, like Indianapolis or somewhere. I didn't either. Huh. Apparently he did the broadcast yesterday.
0: He's already in the broadcast booth.
1: He was at he did the game yesterday. Apparently, I mean, of course, I was at Soldier Field, but that's what I heard that Matt Ryan was to come to. I
0: didn't hear it. In fact, I asked Lester because I had my volume down, and I asked Lester if he he didn't know who, who was doing the game. So, wow, that's crazy. Matt Ryan already in the in the broadcast booth. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. Retire Ice. Go right
0: in. Insane. All right. All right. Well,
1: I guess we'll call it a show. Then I feel like we didn't get to that that point get of to
0: that climactic point that we needed to end it on. I was yeah, trying to I was trying to build it up with uh, some positive energy for the for this week's game.
1: Maybe the leave foreman activated finally, and he'll just come out and run some cats over because I feel like he's like I feel he's a missed asset. The guy can run. He's tough.
0: Maybe they'll go into the T formation, Danny boy.
1: Well, it it like you know rock the nation, right? What's the lyrics again?
0: <laughs> oh, uh, with, with the T formation, bear down, Chicago Bears. So what? Wait, how about this? What are, maybe they put in uh, Tyson Bajant and Justin Fields? They can uh, they can
1: remember Nagy uh, ran a formation that had Trubisky and uh, Chase Daniel in at one point.
0: Yes. See, why not do something like that? You can do uh, some amazing trickery plays out of that with Justin, with his speed and shit. You got to start thinking outside the box to get a win, man. This shit ain't working. You you have to put up 50 points.
1: (laughs) I hope Jalen Johnson can play. I mean, for real. Like, they need some help in the secondary. Like, I mean... When you the only guy you got back there that I mean I guess Stevenson he's still really young though, and and then Brisker who's also young but always hurt but you're missing you know Jackson who's not that great but still you maybe get some leadership out of him and then Johnson's gone and Gordon's gone and then Blackwell's gone it's just like man the the secondary is really really thin
0: yeah it is yeah. J- what what's going on with David Jackson? Like, is he's got to be coming back soon, right? He's not on
1: IR. It's his it's his foot, though. But I think it's the same foot he hurt last year. Yeah, he didn't practice at all last week, and neither did Johnson. Jalen right. Johnson has a hammy.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to figure out a way to like have an a, an exciting, ramped up conversation to end this show, but I I just <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's hard, man.
1: It it is, and and maybe you could leave Foreman active and and not have the one end around to Valus Jones. You know, I mean,
0: or at it's least just like, at least um, not hold on that play.
1: Well, true, he did do well in that particular run. But I'm just saying, it's all he does. That's the only when you come and he comes in, you're like, okay, here comes the end around mm-hmm. or a jet sweep. You know, it's coming. Yep, and uh, you could always put thirteen back. Tyler Scott to return the kick and leave Valis inactive and, and put Foreman in there because I still think he's an asset. And why did you sign him if you don't? I mean, he's been inactive the last three games.
0: I don't know. That's a good question.
1: They just don't know how to use any pieces. Every time we get a good player, they call me like Jared Allen to just come off like 22 sacks with Minnesota. He comes to the Bears and can get like two. It's like the Bears can never utilize the talent that they have.
0: They can sign somebody's 1,700-yard receiver from last year and the guy wouldn't break 500.
1: Well, look, Musa Muhammad, I think he caught 16 touchdowns in Carolina in 04, and we signed him, and I don't think he caught but like four or five in his whole three years with the Bears.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You're not helping trying to end this on a... Uplifting positive note. (laughs) 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 Keeps sinking deeper and deeper into the hole. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's it's tough, man. It's it's tough. I don't know how to end it right now. I do want them to win. I want them to win Thursday. I want Justin to play great. I want him to come out and say, all right, you know, I did throw the pick. I fucked up again, again. But in spite of that, I'm going to come out and, and have another good game and start stacking really good games. You know, I mean, he ended the game terribly, but maybe that he can come out and throw three or four more touchdowns and then against Minnesota throw three or four more touchdowns and, you know, like, and and start balling, man. You know, like, put together some wins.
0: I hope so. I hope so. PJ, are you coming into, as we're trying to end the show, are you coming in for some positive thoughts?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I just want you guys to know that we're going to win Thursday. Okay. I hope you're right. I truly do. But what's the keys to the victory, though? Think on the positive. What's the keys to victory?
0: Time of possession, turnover ratio, and. Um...
1: How about a sack or two from In- In- Ngakwe? Like, come on, man. Agreed. No.
0: Agreed. And something exactly. like that. Uh, Lower the penalties. Yes. Absolutely.
2: And if Phil's can the, the, um, momentum that he had going in the first half, somehow be able to get that back because I thought we took the ball out of his hands in the second half. So put the ball back in his hands and continue what he's doing in the first half and we we should be fine.
1: I agree with raging Oracle there. I think Foreman is way better than Herbert. I, I absolutely do. Yeah. I think they're different side type runners. Yeah. I just wish she would get a chance and not be inactive. And we haven't really seen anything from the rookie lately either. Roshan was running so hard against Green Bay, and I haven't seen anything out of him.
2: Yeah. Seems like he kind of runs upright, though. Well, like Eric you Dickerson. No, you got, you, yeah, you know, to where a guy can get underneath his pass and actually lay him out if they hit him just right. He kind of scares me like
1: that. I'll look, I'll notice, i look. I notice I haven't noticed that, so I'll try to look at that on Thursday.
2: Yeah, isn't he like six one, six two, kind of tall. So I'm I'm con- I'm concerned with that kind of running upright, not like leaning down into it.
1: And if you're not gonna, if you're not gonna run out, I mean, I'm not saying every play has to be a pro formation or I formation, but if you're never gonna use blazing game then why not have Foreman active and put 35 inactive? Although I would use the fullback, but if they don't want to use him and they're just going to either be in the shotgun or pistol the whole game, why not have the other back active? Or
2: or what about not having Homer active? Because I don't know how much he's doing on special teams these days.
1: Right. right. They think he's a really good special teamer, I guess. But
2: what are you doing on special teams? I mean, both kickoffs are uh, going into the end zone, so you're not using them there. Uh, punts, okay, but he's not really the one who's a gunner on the punts. So, again, what is he doing on special teams? I don't know.
1: I mean, I don't know. It's like uh, I don't, I honestly don't know if polls is somehow influencing the inactives or if it's everflu So, I, I don't, I really wish I knew the answer to that, though. Like, who's the yeah. one who's doing these healthy scratches? And I still think – I feel bad for Claypool. His time here is done now. He's never going to play another down with the Bears. But <laughs> as far as we know, it's because he said they weren't utilizing his talents. I, I mean, the, the,
2: guy, the I guy's speaking up happen. for himself, though. Why wouldn't we be happy about that? He wants to win. That's not what happened, though, Dan. If, if you listen to what Field said, Field said in his post-game interview – he said something about emotions regarding Claypool. So I'm thinking they had a meeting or a team meeting after that or something, mm-hmm. and he must have got too emotional and probably really went overboard. He said he he would, what he caused wished he
0: would keep his, emo- his emotions in check.
2: Yeah, see? Like so that. yeah. yeah, that's what it was. So yeah, he probably said he said that thing in the interview. The coaches probably asked him about it, and then he probably stood up there and, uh, they said something to him and got too emotional about it and then they told him to stay at home.
3: Well,
1: when it, like we I don't know if you heard earlier, I was surmising essentially that it'll be great whenever he gets with another team because he's going to be shooting and telling us what his opinion was of Chicago. Whatever team oh, he absolutely. gets to cuz he's got a contract to get. So he's going to be telling everybody it wasn't my fault it was blank. So, we're going to find out maybe a peek behind the curtain when number 10 goes to another team and figure
2: out what this mass hysteria and dysfunction is about. Yeah, but, you know, you ever notice whenever players do leave, they very seldom say anything about the past team. I mean, very seldom. I mean, there's a few times probably, but most part, no. (laughs) But I think
1: he's the, the guy that will. Okay, okay. He's playing for a contract. He's going to try to tell you like, no, it's not me, man. It's it's the, bears, the shitty-ass Bears. And he's probably got a point. He'll probably go somewhere else and ball.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, he'll be like, oh, he's the Mahomes' favorite receiver. You know, like, he's number one now. Well, that's the thing. I mean, if you get him into an offense where they're actually passing the ball uh, with an efficient passing game, I think he'll be okay. Even here, if we just open up, because I think if he would play Sunday with the game plan we had, he probably would have done okay. Him, Mooney, and more. But because you know, we we do things backwards. It's kind of different.
0: Yeah. That we do.
2: But I'm still thinking positive. Because he's going to play this week and he's only have three catches.
0: So that's what we need. Thank you. We need some you positive.
2: think Claypool's going to play Thursday?
0: Yeah.
1: No, oh, I think he's inactive. He, they told him not to come back to the fucking facility
2: this week.
0: Yeah, they told him he's not playing this week. I
1: They're trying they to trade him.
2: Treat him, they, told for him a pick. they told him that for what you it didn't they? Didn't they say that's for Sunday's game? No. no they said he he wasn't allowed in the facility this week.
0: flu yeah, flu said today that he's not he's Oh wow. Yeah.
1: I missed it's that. It's so dysfunctional. That's what I'm saying. It's like between that and Alan Williams. It's a shit show. I don't know if you saw the paper in Chicago today. It says horse shit on it. That was the headline, horse shit. It just had oh, a wow. hashtag for the H. Yeah, wow. and it really is. It's just horse shit.
2: Yeah, show him, Dan.
1: So, I said it to him earlier.
2: So, uh, wow. That's, so, I guess i are starting to start looking for a new coach then. They got a picture wow. of him looking beleaguered
1: with, with the word horse shit. <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Sun Times. That is the Chicago Sun Times, not someone's tweet. That is a wow. fucking newspaper in the third media market in the
2: country. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. And see, I didn't know all that, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but they're still positive, though. They're still positive. Yes, the- Yes. Because because my fear is, I don't know if you guys touched on this or not, but the fear for me is we draft a new quarterback and the same thing happens all over you because you never solve the problem because fields is not the problem. The offensive system is a problem. The defense is a problem. All these, we, we cannot groom or uh, develop quarterbacks here. And whether it's fields, Trubisky, whoever, we not, in, we don't have a climate to Grimble. So just wasting a pick on Caleb Williams, he'll be destroyed because I don't know how much of a leader Caleb, Caleb Williams is. He's a talent, but I don't know how much of a leader he is. And he kind of reminds me of Mitch as far as leadership qualities. So therefore, get him here, he may crumble and be the one, oh, cut off the TVs again and these type of things. Whereas I think Fields is more of a leader. So he he's better, better equipped to handle that. Uh so I wonder I, I I know for sure that just drafting him won't solve the problem.
0: 100% I agree. Cuz I think the quarterbacks are already on the team. If it's not Fields.
2: <laughs> if you say one more thing about that secret Beigen man, I don't know.
0: <laughs> 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 Gee, secret Beigen man? Secret Bajan
2: man. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You're going to talk about secret Beijing man after Fields have had a breakout game and you're still talking about secret Beijing man.
0: I was just saying, I think I would have hoped that an MVP quarterback who I had pegged to be an MVP candidate this year, or even to win it, should have been able to score another fucking touchdown regardless of what the defense Or just
1: played. protect the ball and not ball. fumble all the time. He fumbles all the time and that touchdown. Then he panicked and had that uh intentional grounding at the end and, and then the fucking pick. It's like, where are you throwing, man? Like, Komet was open, but no, he threw it straight. It looked like Neil O'Donnell in the Super Bowl against Dallas.
2: Yeah, to Larry you, talking Brown. Inter- you talking about on the interception? There was a miss yeah. on that. <laughs>
1: Comet uh, was damn. open.
2: He just fucking threw it straight to the defensive back, though. Now, Dan, he said, if you, if you look at it closely, Comet was running, stopped, and went to back the other way.
0: Comet went inside. Huh? Comet stopped and cut to the inside, and the pass was to the outside.
1: Yeah. Well, I, again, I haven't watched the TV copy yet. I just watched it at the stadium. Like I would, you know, I was at the game, and it and looked like I was just like, "Oh no, what is he doing?" And it just looked like, again, Neil O'Donnell to Larry Brown in Super Bowl 30 is what I thought when, when he. Yeah, he
2: it. stopped and started going back the other way. Is what I saw, and he was Fields was hoping that he would stop and stay there in that soft zone. But my thing is, the safety was eyeing the ball. Komet never even looked at the ball because I would like to think if he see the ball is coming, he's going to keep on going even though, though he wanted to go back the other way. The ball was coming right there and he just stopped and tried to turn back and go the other way and in the interception. happened. i tell you what, Dan. when you get a chance, watch the TV copy. Well, I hope to watch it think. tonight, actually. And tell me what you think.
0: Look, Hector's got my back here. PJ isn't a that rock? The that fields had a career has a career day after Beijing gets upgraded to his backup
2: <laughs> Who was it Hector? Hector? I don't know. Is it's, that it's, Carlos and I
0: was doing I, I was doing numbers today, PJ. Don't fuck with Hector. He's a he's a super chatter. He's he's donated a lot of money to the to the ch- to the channel here. So thank you Hector.
2: <laughs> Appreciate the money, Hector, but uh still uh I can't mention uh
0: don't, don't worry, I have I have control over that, Hector. You're all good.
2: <laughs> can't mention secret Baygent Man and uh Fields in the same breath as far as quality quarterbacks.
0: <laughs> Sorry.
2: Sorry Hey, let me let me if you don't mind, Dan,
1: let me let me call in a run in. Uh my guy is beside me and he's not a Bears fan. Let's get an independent opinion. If you don't mind, just just one second. Sure. My friend Justin's here, and we can ask him as a non-Bear, as a non-Bear fan, is Justin Fields
2: the guy? Or, is, he a, is he a football fan, though? Oh, yeah, he's a Pittsburgh fan, though. Okay, all right, okay.
4: Yeah, uh, what's up, guys? I think Fields is serviceable, but I don't think he's your guy. Um I don't know if Bajan is as well. Uh, I agreed earlier with uh, Dan number one or Dan number two. I don't know what to call him. I'm going to talk about coaching just for a 2nd but one here. He's number okay. two. <laughs> but I love that Jim Harbaugh move. And I, b- I believe the only way I would keep Fields uh, and actually it would have to be to get Harbaugh because he does seem like the quarterback whisperer in a lot of ways. And I do uh, watch a little bit of college they're doing phenomenal this year and people love to play for the guy. So I think it comes down to that. I'm a huge fan of coaching anyway, which could get you in trouble sometimes. Uh, <laughs> but no, um, I think it starts with the, with the right personnel around them fields. As of now, if they're not to get rid of the Eberflus, he's done. Like he, he might as well come to the Colts or, uh, somewhere to back up a team. Um, and Caleb Williams looks like the guy everybody is clamoring over, and he's compared to um, three quarterbacks in one. It was Burrow, Lawrence, and um, again, this was Colin Cowherd, a USC lover. But uh, I believe it was like uh, Burrow, Lawrence, and Mahomes, or something in one. I can't remember the exact quote, but so Caleb in your opinion, Williams, in yes. your opinion, uh, mm-hmm.
2: what makes Caleb? different than fields and what makes fields just an average guy.
4: Well, for, for starters, what's his record five and 24. Yes. Um, and and I mean, I, I don't know if quarterback is the direction to go. I will agree with, uh, both dance on, on the first pick. I'm just saying, um, it's the consensus pick. Usually if you're struggling GMs will do that. They will. They will get their guy um, historically in the NFL. And Caleb Williams, again, they say is can't miss. Now Fields didn't fall into that top five category. Where was his pick? Like thirteen?
1: I think he was eleventh, right?
4: Eleventh. Okay. Eleventh. Yeah. So, and and I like Justin Fields. I thought he was good at Ohio State. I did. Um, but this is not Ohio State, um, and I'm not knocking on you guys at all. I mean, there's a ton of things to do uh as as dan um mentioned earlier pass rush i'm looking at chase young because uh, the commanders haven't committed just yet to him Um oh,
0: no don't even and, get pj started Shit.
4: N- no they have not i mean i don't know what the plan to do is there i, I think they would be so I, I think actually they're probably gonna offer him a max at the end of the year but there are a few things to do um before you really commit to fields, maybe you could get him on some sort of uh team friendly contract and be like, look, man, we're trying to rebuild this roster. What, what's the cap space? Somebody told me 92 million today. Another bears fan. I don't know if.
2: Well, fields that's... is still under contract next year. Yeah. Right.
4: Right. So and you're they g- can hold him for his fifth year option. Yeah. The fifth year option. I got you there. But okay. if uh, I, I'm talking, I guess, long-term for you guys, um,
0: that's why I say Jim Harbaugh. Like if you, you if you can get Jim Harbaugh next year, you still have Fields with two years left because you can fifth year option him. And Harbaugh will if you if Harbaugh can't get the best out of Justin Fields and turn him into the quarterback that everyone in Chicago was like had been clamoring for him to be, that believe he can be, that <coughs> still hope he can be, then nobody can. And then then you move on, I guess.
4: He did it with Kaepernick. He did it with Alex Smith. He did it. He, he's done it at Michigan a little bit. Um, it's a different culture, college and NFL, obviously. Um, but I think it starts from there. And I, I, I'm I, sorry. Well, I'm not sorry. You guys aren't big fans either. I hate Eberfluss. Uh, Eberflus. Sorry. I can't stand them. I don't like the name. I don't like the game. I don't like anything about them. The Bears or the laughing stock under his regime. He's supposed to be this uh defensive minded, right? He was a defensive coordinator at the Colts for a little right. while. I guess right. that's why they stayed out of the playoffs for a little while. Um I I didn't like the hire originally. I actually said maybe be enemy at first and and Dan was like, no, no more Chiefs. No more <laughs> Chiefs. But I love being me as an offensive mind. Um you have to go uh, offensive minded here with your next coach uh, which is a trend in the nfl again historically and harbaugh fits that mold he even lived he played for you guys so i think it starts there and then we find out what we have in fields um as as dan one said if he can't get it out of them who can
0: right i agree okay. well said thank you for your opinion on that
4: yes sir thank, thank nice you appreciate
0: outside perspective opinion on it you know
4: I'm an honorary bands, uh, Bears fan this year, too, by the way.
1: I wish we had somebody like Mike Tomlin, because he's a Steelers fan. Yeah. Like, I did see a clip of him last night saying, like, hell yeah, there's going to be changes. We're losing.
4: And we have to get rid of Matt Canada. I said, I said that last year. We can't move the ball. We didn't get over the 50-yard line at but, all. That's the point something. is, you got a, a coach
1: who's like willing oh, to yeah. come out and say, we're going to change shit up because this, this isn't good enough. Whereas Eberflus is still trying to convince us that everything's okay, you know we're playing really well in practice,
4: which is some shit that trustman used to say too. And we don't even know what the deal is with uh, Claypool, like you said. He, he, oh well, he's. You told me, by the way, you predicted Claypool would not play on Friday when I. I said, did. Yeah, I did. And I said, I don't. Maybe I don't know. Six yes, five. he's
1: the guy that sh- uh, that showed me Claypool's uh, the initial video of what he said in the locker room to Courtney, uh, the beat writer. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh, he won't be active Sunday. Guaranteed they won't have him active. And sure enough,
0: Yep.
4: When, when I found out, I was like, Dan was right. Like those... Um, Nutty Alex Jones fan. Alex was right. <laughs> Dan was right about the Bears. It, it, uh, Please don't compare me to Alex Jones. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm well, um, uh, no, uh, uh, You hear that on those little spots. But no, I think it starts from the top. You got to get rid of Eber, um Paul. Did someone ask the question about Ryan Poles earlier?
0: Um, uh, what question
4: is he the guy to be, to be the GM?
0: That's what I, I think I kind of said that because
4: no, no, uh, I I read an article about polls that I really enjoyed. He's a football fanatic here. Here's one for you too. And I was trying to talk to, um, Dan, I was like, you know what? I love Sean McVay, which it's going to be hard to get him out of LA, but couldn't you entice the LA Rams with some. Maybe mid-round picks, like third, fourth-round picks, nope. and maybe, maybe if a... <laughs> no, I understand. Well,
1: another thing too is that McVeigh—I shoot that down only because McVeigh, even after they won the Super Bowl, was talking about retirement, and yes. uh, and has been flirting with networks to get a, a deal. So I don't—if you would give up something for him, he's liable to quit uh, pretty quickly. So I, I, I mean. Hey, he won a Super Bowl, and he's doing well this year. That's true. With a lot of young talent, we can't do that. So I have like McVeigh envy.
4: (laughs) I just think he's a great offensive. I didn't realize this until I was actually not a McVeigh fan until probably this year, and I was like, you know what, that guy's doing a little, a little bit of everything with not a ton. I mean, they have some stuff, but. Uh, I was thinking McVeigh, but like you said, it would be hard. So Harbaugh, I love the Harbaugh deal, but that's my opinion. On it,
2: I just think with McVeigh, we would probably have to give up the first overall pick. If if not just that, probably even another first round pick. Because if I'm not mistaken, Peyton
4: costs. Uh, you're right. You're, a first yeah, round you're pick. right. I think so, you're right. So it, never mind that. Yeah, we have to give up a lot. To get here. <laughs> Well, 92 million in cap space, if that is the number, you know, we're above, around that 90 million mark range, You guys can figure some stuff out defensively for sure. And uh, well, we need to write defense coordinator too. That's true. Yeah. They
1: took Tremaine Edmonds, who was solid as a really solid in Buffalo. And he's been an invisible man the first month of the year at the bears, man, he's bad.
2: He's been bad. He's been bad. He's been very
1: bad. Getting blocked by wide receivers routinely. And missing tackles.
2: Yeah, he's I mean I uh, thought
1: he was an all pro kind of can't miss signing, you know.
4: Are you guys yeah. the Chicago Cubs now? <laughs> I, I hate to say this, but what was the year? Nineteen oh eight?
1: Yeah, and I'm gonna be one of those old Cubs fans. <laughs> no you're not. No
2: you're not seventy nine trying to win a championship. Yeah. Win is coming. Super Bowl is coming. Two years. Super Bowl is coming.
4: I like your um, positivity. I do.
2: Absolutely. That's got to be
4: after Iberflus is
1: fired, I would imagine. Yes.
4: I think well, he should be gone after yesterday.
1: Oh, I concur with that.
4: Dan, you were there. I felt bad for you. I'm like, well, safe travels. Because <laughs> how do you console a guy, you know?
1: Especially when my boy is uh, happy beside me at the game. So happy about Denver winning.
4: <laughs> yeah. And they I, fire think, me. Uh,
2: I, I think the problem with trying to fire Evil right now is we have nobody to take his place.
4: You can get nobody the hot H- dog vendor, I think. Just get the hot, the hot popcorn boy, whatever. It doesn't matter. The cheerleading coordinator. Um, you you, you got to get that guy out of there quick, fast, and in a hurry. Send him back to Indy for a, a, a 3 dick donkey and, and a, pa- a pouch of Gatorade. And they seem like they would make that trade because the Colts are just in a funk as well. I'm still contemplating a three dick that that's a that's a sorry sorry, Dan. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) No, no apologies necessary.
1: I was I was focused on that. I think
4: it's I think the actual term is two dick donkey. I don't I don't know how it goes. So I added one just because that would be amazing to see for one. But also to put in a football trade.
0: One of the interesting things to consider with Jim Harbaugh, though, is he probably would go back to a three four. That's what he ran in for, with uh, Fangio, yeah. Yeah. So now we just went from a four from three four to a four three personnel. And now we have to go back. If we did sign him, would he would he stick with the four three?
4: What is he running in uh, Michigan? Whatever it is, it's working because nobody scored over seven points all year.
2: So well, that's what I'm saying. What I, what I believe is Harbaugh is the type of coach that let his uh, coordinators have free reign. Mm-hmm. So whether I mean as long as you know they're established, because Harbaugh doesn't call any place. he just supervises and leads them in. He let the coordinators. Do their jobs. So that's why he was successful in San Fran with Vic Fangio, in Stanford with whoever he had. He had Vic Fangio there as well. So he let his uh, coordinators do their job, and he just more of a rah rah guy, kind of like Dan Campbell.
0: I'll take it. (laughs) I'll take it. Somebody who has a good eye for for coordinating talent that he can put around him and put him and trust him to do their jobs, and then control you know be the guy that runs the team
2: yeah he does he does he he, he does a good he job of not. it yeah i think he would be more accountable than what ever fluce has been ever mm-hmm. has uh um well he's always given that positive spin i mean we, most fans want to hear the t- hard truth but seem like in chicago only person, the only coach that ever gave the hard truth was, uh, Ditka. Other yep. than that, everybody else kind of dance around and say, Oh, we have a good week of practice. Seem like every coach we've had, uh, since Dicka was say, Oh yeah, we have a good week of practice. They don't tell it, the, the hard truth because, well, Owen crew. Uh, I'll go back to him. He, he made the comment that in Chicago, you have about 22, uh, different guys interviewing one guy. Whereas when he was in new Orleans, he had like one person interviewing him. It's like, it's different. It's different here. So, uh, that's that. I guess you don't want to be misquoted because then you end up like with fields and get things blown out of proportion and become (laughs) bulletin board material as well.
4: I'm glad you mentioned that though, because Chicago is probably what the, I think today the fifth biggest just market for everything um, if, if. in in the U.S. It's third, third, wow. sorry, third. Okay. So, okay, with Harbaugh, if. I think that would attract a lot of guys.
0: Yeah, Mo, I I gotta know, Mo, what what dog and suds are you talking about here? A fried pork tenderloin sandwich from Dog and Suds with ketchup and pickles would suffice. I only know of two two Dog and Suds. Which one are you talking about? Oh, there's. Oh, several in the Indy area. Oh, when they live there. When you live there. Okay. Because they, they have those up in northern Illinois where my family's, where I grew up. There's there's still one there. Every time I go there, every time I go home, I get a pizza burger. Shitty little burger, but it's good.
3: <laughs> I think the
1: show is, it was uneven. It's gotten a lot better.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're right.
1: I think bringing PJ on and. Justin coming on, I think, really saved the show.
0: Absolutely. Thank you, PJ and Justin.
2: Hey, I'm here for you guys.
0: I'm here. I was, you know, I was kind of, I was getting tired. It's kind of, Dan said like an hour and a half for the show. I'm like, cool. That's perfect. Perfect timing for me.
1: I do need to go home, though. That's true. I got to finish cleaning. I got that basement crew coming in tomorrow. So,
0: yeah. Well, at least
2: we ended it on a positive note, though.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Let's get a win on Thursday.
0: You, well, guys, get we- already,
2: you guys already see what the keys of victories are. So, man, we're going to get this victory.
0: Mm-hmm. Mayhem, great show. Thank you. Let's let's get to the chat. Mark Malort, yes. I'm going to try to find some here and see if I can get some for this win on Thursday. We Mo appreciate- Beerman
2: was here. D, D.G. Daniels was here. Raging right. Oracle, of course.
0: Yeah, A.C. Adam. Skyler
2: appreciate you guys in the chat Hector
0: let's see who else we got in here Cliff Victoria of course Cliff gonna see you soon Cliff always. you're, Cliff. you're, gonna, meet, you're gonna get to meet Cliff too Dan well I look forward to it yeah we're gonna have a blast that weekend win or lose you know. if we lose don't make me give you a kiss on each cheek again Dan
1: Oh <laughs> no you don't, you don't have to
0: we want to thank all you guys for hanging out with us in chat tonight appreciate you guys we hope we hope you guys uh made us feel better like we like you made us feel better for being in chat with us tonight so uh we will get a big win this thursday right absolutely and we'll be here on bcp we have we have a i have a show uh Wednesday at 6 p.m. with uh, Lynn. I'm on the PSF app tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time with uh, Lester Wiltfong. And then the Thursday show, we will be doing pregame starting at 7.30. And then I think Foster and I are going to do 7.30 the- Eastern, 730 Eastern. 6, 6.30 Central. And I think Foster and I are going to do the game cast from there. And then you guys can come back and we'll, we'll watch the postgame press conference again. Hopefully it will be a better press conference than the last debacle
2: yes yes so agreed
0: danny boy sorry if i wasn't giving you the energy you needed tonight but you're uh
1: oh man i'm tired too and uh, disheartened by everything and to bring it full circle i say we got to get chris laid when he comes to america (laughs) Mm -hmm. maybe he can go to queen's <laughs> go to Mc- McDowell's.
0: Let's take a minute. We'll take him into Chinatown. Bring him to a massage.
1: <laughs> Find out where Deshaun Watson's going in Cleveland now and sit and we'll take Chris. <laughs> should,
2: should have had he come up with a Cleveland game then. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm not sure if Chris is a put a thumb up my ass kind of guy like Watson, but maybe.
0: (laughs) I hope not. It's not the guy I want to be hanging out with for a week and a half.
4: (laughs) I guess I can't meet the other Dan then, right? That just means I can't meet the other Dan if you don't want that to be a full blown weekend.
3: No, wait, this
0: is the other Dan on this show, so, uh, <laughs> sorry, I guess I guess you like the thumb up your ass, huh, Dan? <laughs> if it's coming from a girl, maybe.
4: <laughs> it's called milking the prostate is what the medical yeah, term, correct? Is that so, yeah. and it's but actually healthy, it's healthy, but, uh, Dan, Dan one, sorry.
1: No, I, I think he's
4: Dan one. <laughs> yeah, no, know, yeah, 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 Dan, um. What do you guys think about Marvin Harrison Jr though? You mentioned that earlier. Uh, I'm going to say Jamar Chase a few years back the Bengals were just horrific, right? Mm-hmm. Burrow Burrow was scared. I was as a Pittsburgh fan, I was concerned for B- Joe Burrow's life when he went number 1 overall and then he was injured. And then they go out and get Jamar Chase. So maybe you can try that with Fields. I, I'm not I, his ceiling. I read is uh, Calvin Johnson, and uh, kind of like the the what, what is it ceiling in the floor? I get his floor yeah. was I, I forget the other comparison. Marvin Harrison,
0: <laughs> his dad? No,
4: no, it actually wasn't Marvin Harrison. It was it's a current. Um, I'm trying to think. It's like a Tier 2 re, uh, receiver, but I can't think right now. Um, but it was a great comparison, I, th- I think. Well, if I haven't watched Marvin Harrison Jr. a ton, but th- that may be the guy because that's the one thing with the Bears, too. I want to see you guys get an elite receiver. I loved Brandon Marshall. Oh, I, I did, too. St- I still like Brandon Marshall. Right. Um, I like DJ there. DJ, more. I think you guys – Actually, I, I love trading back. That's one thing I will give. Was it Polls that traded back? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he was in, So is this his second year of charge or first? Second. Okay. So I will say kudos to Polls there. And I don't want to put a ton of blame on him just yet, but I want to see an elite level receiver go there.
1: He, DJ had eight catches yesterday, over 100 yards. I mean, I think he can be that guy. I really do. Well,
4: yeah. him and a Marvin Harris
0: Jr. would be. Ridiculous.
4: That would be sick, and I think it's like uh, – I'll say West Virginia, Dan, right? West Virginia, Dan, you mentioned earlier uh, – who, who did you mention? uh Mishin Muhammad? Moussin we'll Muhammad, I'm, yeah. Or right. Misen, sorry. I loved him in Carolina. Um, and Right. I think uh, you you guys have just lacked that sort of, I guess, over the years, unfortunately. When Hester has to be your leading receiver, that's not a good thing. And you know I'm a huge Devin Hester fan. That's a, that right. actually t- turned me into a Bears fan a few years back. But, um, I, hey, if yeah, he would have been so, the right
0: offense, he could have been a Tyreek Hill with the right I, people around him.
4: I I think so. If you have, look at look, who does he'll have around him. Waddle, what's the other receiver? Uh, uh, Waddle. Uh,
0: in, in Miami?
4: Yeah. Well, yeah. currently, sorry. Yeah, Jalen
0: Waddle and uh, I don't even know who their other receivers are. It's
4: not important. All he's got to do is outrun everyone, and yep. he's catching it. Um, but I don't. I can see you got. I really want Jim Harbaugh there. When you said that, boom, money—the uh, one point five million dollar buyout. I would have it signed, sealed, delivered by Saturday.
1: Yeah, someone uh, sent me a tweet that said, uh, "The Bears, you know, could pay one point five million to buy Jim Harbaugh out." If that sounds like a lot, they're paying Danny Trevathan still three million.
4: <laughs> hey, I thought wow. Trevathan was going to be. Wow.
1: Yeah, exactly. Wow, Trevathan still on the
4: books? <laughs> right? Really? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Gee. What's that, Bobby Benil- Benila? Culture. Yeah, yeah. Benilla. Yeah. I mean,
0: it's that, that would be worth it, man. I don't. What I, the, he is the obvious answer, and I think they need to just open their damn eyes and get it done. And Let's win a Super Bowl and figure it out. We'll figure everything else out later. Well, that's
2: what that's what I'm saying. I would. I mean, instead of trying to waste a pick on another quarterback, with those two first round picks, get Marvin Harrison in the defensive end for
0: Florida State. Yeah, and go get Harbaugh and see what he can do with Justin Fields in year three, four.
4: Could you imagine? Now, this is a hypothetical. And I don't know his. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know his. Uh contract right now but I do have a don't hate me this is my friend I have a Packer fan as a friend okay don't burn me at the stake it's him it's him not me I'm a player fan at this point Rashawn Gary I, I don't know his contract but could you imagine him being like you know what I want to go play for Harbaugh because that was his first number one overall recruit if I'm not mistaken at Michigan you mentioned pass rush that guy's an animal this year
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Wow. I I really want to see you guys get a D-line. I, I think when that happens the sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. And a receiver.
2: Of course. Yeah, as I said, I mean I would rather go with that route than going with another quarterback. Uh I'd like to build sure. up a team
4: around them. USC quarterbacks worry me at this point. I'm just I'm I'm sorry they do. We've had, Carson Palmer is the most successful in my lifetime and that's that's scary to me. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> it yeah, took I mean, him a like, second team, right? Or what was no, his first team,
2: but it took him a while before he got there.
0: I mean, that's yeah. like saying Cal quarterbacks worry you, you know.
2: Yeah. I mean,
0: <laughs> I, 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 I don't sad. get
2: off into, uh, <laughs> you know, equating a player with a school per se as far as positions because you would have never thought, hey uh, – you have a great quarter or a great defensive end out of Troy, but here you, you have DeMarcus Ware. What a great so.
1: running back from Jackson State. Where exactly. the fuck
2: is that at? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, all I can't get it that. off.
0: That's
2: all it takes is one. Like Fields gonna do for us.
0: Exactly. Well,
2: it's I'm glad you're field.
4: still high on Fields because I'm I'm kind of I'm on and off the bandwagon, really. I know he is struggling mightily. But I think this current regime, again, with Eberfluss and who's your guys' OC? I don't know. Luke Getze. Oh, Getze. That's your – okay, Luke sorry. Luke Getze. I, I, would, I would give you guys Matt Canada today for Luke Getze. I don't care. I, Pittsburgh, again, couldn't move the ball over the 50.
1: I would yeah. give Pittsburgh one of our first-round picks for Mike Tomlin.
4: I love Mike so much. He's my favorite coach, of course. Uh, how crazy we talked? No, we didn't. Sorry, I talked with a friend. I've only had three coaches in my lifetime. The Packers. Uh, of, yeah, I know. I, I hate. I hate to bring your, the pack up, but again, they've only had three quarterbacks in my life. I had lifetime. three uh, in
0: my last dump.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but that stability. Hey, Mike Tomlin, I, Pittsburgh fans. We love him, but the media trashes him a lot unfortunately Mm -hmm. at times they even have a little bit with the whole comment yesterday. But as Dan said earlier, he's willing to own up to it. They have to change some things. And, uh, and he called out the Patriots for fucking with their headsets every time they go up there and they're they're cheating and shit. And he tripped Jacoby Jones and was like, I didn't see him. Do you remember that? (laughs) Yeah. I think it's Jacoby. It could be Ja'Cory Jones, but he was a Raven and running <laughs> it right. back to the house. And Mike Tomlin just makes his way on the field sneakily. He got suspended for a game for that, by the way. Wow. That was a few right. years back. But uh, I'm sorry. I'm taking over all the Bears talk. I apologize. I just, when he said <laughs> hardball, I think Dan's seen a little twinkle in my eye because I'm a hardball <laughs> supporter, right? So.
2: I,
0: for me, but, it's, it's the only answer. But to, guys, th-
2: but to th- you guys' point, though. Uh, I would go with Harbaugh as opposed to having to give up a first-round yes. pick in order to get Tomlin. Let me just go get Harbaugh and pay the one point five million dollars,
4: Mister as- Aguirre. I, I want to ask uh, Dan, Mister Dan Aguirre, and I never really get to call him that, so it's kind of fun. <laughs> what do you think about that? Would you rather? I think you like uh, the Harbaugh.
1: Oh, I love Harbaugh. Uh, yeah, I would. In theory, I, I fear that the Bears won't be interested. It's like, why weren't they interested last time? He didn't get an interview when they hired Iberflus. That would have been the optimal time, and they didn't. I don't think they'll go after him. I want them to, but maybe they'll just be like, we need to go outside the box. He's not in our comfort zone, and this has failed so bad. Maybe. I I don't know, but I don't think they would go after Tomlin either for a draft pick. So either guy, the, the type of aura and personality that they have is exactly what the team is missing. They they yeah. create an identity. Right. Mike Tomlin hasn't won since 08. I get that, but he's still a great fucking coach.
0: It, it, what, like Mark Kazek says here, too, with Kevin Warren now as the president, it will probably be Harbaugh. He has those strings, those connections to Harbaugh.
2: Well, you don't know if they have good strings or bad strings connections. Good point, good point. And that, that's the only thing I worry about. I mean, if him and Harbaugh got along, great but what if they didn't get along
1: you know for sure he's not coming. or like i know that people have always said well why won't the bears bring back olin is like the offensive line coach and it comes down to george mccaskey fucking hates olin croods literally hates <laughs> really? olin so maybe yeah. I, who knows to say what they thought of jim harbaugh when he was there i mean he was there a long time 87 through 93 Maybe they're yeah. like, man, that dude was a dick. Fuck him. We're not bringing him back. I mean, you, you don't know. I, I I have no way of knowing that's what they think. But if George hates Olin to the point, and that came from Olin, by the way, Olin said that George hated him. And so if if that could affect Olin from being able to coach, I mean, who's to say that they, they don't like Jim? Maybe that's why they didn't
2: give him an interview.
0: Could be. Or, it.
2: or it's – what i think the reason why they didn't give him an interview is because they already had their mind made up on polls although they didn't officially uh interview him yet but he told them who his top three were and those are the ones he's probably in say interviewed for him because he i don't think harbaugh was a pick of polls mm. Mm. he probably didn't want to be
1: overshadowed by his coach
0: mm. but after That's you fail one, so yeah.
1: mightily Losing fifteen out of sixteen and fourteen in a row. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, I hope that he's willing to swallow his pride a little bit on this next hire. Uh, to to that
4: point, you said his top three. I have a question uh, for, and it's Dan. And I'm sorry. What what is? I've had That's to PJ. get call, just call PJ. PJ. What?
0: Just call me Shorty.
4: So Shorty and PJ. PJ. It's nice to meet you. I'm Dan's. Uh, I'm actually Dan's illegitimate son, uh, West <laughs> Virginia. Dan's illegitimate son. Sorry, Shorty. I think we're actually probably the same age with that pubescent face you have there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, PJ, you mentioned Ryan Poles um, mm-hmm. and his top three. Do you recall who the top three were?
2: If I remember correctly, it was uh Flus, Dan Quinn, and, oh, man, who's the other guy? I forgot the third guy. Who was the guy? Dan Quinn the 28 to 3 guy. Yeah, yeah. Dan Quinn. <laughs> yes. He was one of them because when Dan Quinn after he left our, his interview with us, he went back to Dallas and said he withdrawed for it from any other interviews and he's just going to be remain the uh Dallas Cowboys coordinator. So I know he was one for sure. Um but I can't remember the other guy. Was it Dable? Could have been Dable. What?
4: Dable. One Yes. Oh, Dable really? Well, he's yeah. he showed out, and he probably should have jumped ship, maybe and, because and New York's. So.
0: They they did they interviewed Caldwell too.
4: Okay, so you mentioned Caldwell. Caldwell. You mentioned Caldwell earlier. I love his persona. To them, <laughs> I guess he's kind of oatmeal. He's kind of boring,
1: but we've had too many of those guys.
4: <laughs> that's what I was gonna say, and it's not his personality at all. At all. I know he's a Tony Dungy. Guy and they probably I don't know where Dungy's coaching tree uh, or where he falls under under that, but I, I just you don't want to see. What's he was that? the
2: offensive coordinator for Indy when Dungy was a head coach, right?
4: Yeah, and then when Dungy left, he took over and and they go to the Super Bowl and the Saints uh, beat right. them, but. um I just don't want to see Caldwell personally coach again as an HC just because. Yeah, if you all say Lovey's too old, I mean, Jim Caldwell's got to be 73. He's in his 70s for sure, because I remember that was an issue with Detroit when they went and got, uh, was it Matt Patricia after him?
3: hmm
4: And yep. I don't know who the hell knows what's going on in New England. Uh, because it's so weird to me that Patricia could go from the defensive coordinator right.
1: and suddenly is the OC now. That's what, the what fuck I said. Is that happening? makes
4: no sense. And they have what? is who's the OC now? Is, it Bill, is Bill O'Brien back? It was Patricia yeah. last year. Well, it was, yeah. but now that Patricia, I think Bill, Bill, Bill O'Brien back. Bill O'Brien. Is just, back. All of that is confusing to me. So, hey, at least you're not the Patriots right now. Well, I think with Caldwell, I think. The, with, with <laughs> Carwell,
2: I think Caldwell and I wonder if Caldwell as a OC and Jim Harbaugh as a head coach would work. I don't know. Because, again, okay. Harbaugh's a fiery guy. Caldwell's laid back. But I also hear that uh, what Greg Roman, he's not coaching anywhere, and that's uh, Jim Harbaugh's guy as
0: well.
4: Hey, Shorty, I know the coordinator you were thinking about earlier, the defensive coordinator. It was Mike Nolan. Is that Thank it? Thank
0: you. Thank you. Yes, Mike yeah. Nolan.
4: Because I was thinking it was Mike uh, Roman, and it's Mike Nolan. Because uh, I kind of I don't know what to feel about Mike that. Dolan's dad was a Forty ers coach in the early seventies. They lost three
1: straight NFC Championship games. Just a fun fact. <laughs> I'm not saying that that should disqualify him. I'm just right.
4: Saying. No, yeah, that's that's. Uh, I was gonna look up something. Hang on, while I can current michigan uh
1: jim caldwell always looks like he's about to go to the proctologist office and get a fucking <laughs> exam with his ass what there i guess it's what? <laughs> How does that look, look,
3: man?
1: <laughs> I can just see him on the sidelines, and it looks like he's about to go get a finger up his ass, like to get that test. Where they call it the colonoscopy? The col, yeah.
0: It almost looks like he has a prosthetic finger in his ass, wise, so he can get ready for it. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's.
1: What- and he's not. He's not Watson. He's. He's not wanting it. <laughs>
4: And I think that's what every Bears fan needs to do to Eberfluss to get him out of town, just threaten this guy with the, with the big foam fingers until he leaves.
0: I'm just going to start making Jim Harbaugh videos until they go viral and then... <laughs>
4: now, <laughs> PJ. PJ your, oh, sorry, go ahead, PJ. Tressman was
2: here for two years. Right. And in his short two years, he was a, what, 8-8 eight eight record? And I forgot the second year. Five and 11,
1: I think, the second.
3: Mm.
2: So, Iverflus is close to, has quite a a real great chance of actually being worse. So, I'm really curious whether or not they do get rid of him at the end of the year. He may not win a game this year.
1: I mean, for real, they may not win a game. We won won one this week. What are
2: you talking about? Man, come on!
1: Heber T- Fuller is that inept, though. If you told me they matched the Lions, it'd be worse if they went zero and seventeen because he had sixteen games. Then, if you told me that that was going to happen at this point, I could see it as plausible just because he's
2: that awful.
0: I can see it too.
2: I say one thing for certain: he can't be a the defensive coordinator and a head coach. I don't think he can do both of those. He can't do it either. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, he's obviously he really he really can't do that, and it shows. On a sure he do losing
0: that. Streak. three more games that's an entire season of losses
4: that fourth down call by the way it's almost like he was trying to lose to 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 west virginia dan's point you're five yards back five six yards back six and a half yards i hate i think it's a lot of the new age nfl i hate the fucking shotgun on fourth and one i hate I, it i do too because you're putting your why do it why do
1: it you're putting yourself put a... fields under the center and you're like, all right, the quarterback sneaks coming. So you can go play action and roll him out. And if there's nobody's open fields can run for it or do the sneak or bring the fullback in and just fucking, you know, pound it right up the mm-hmm. middle with, uh, with Herbert did. in that issue, I, the shotgun, it just is maddening. It's like Matt Nagy's still there, you know, <laughs> he, <laughs> and he is
4: back in Kansas city because, uh, when uh, Taylor Swift, when he, I'm sorry, when the Chiefs went against the Jets last night, they showed Taylor Taylor like 27 times. Well,
1: they showed him 47 times during the Bears game, and Greg Olson was practically masturbating to her.
4: <laughs> now I like Greg. He's a former.
1: Former t- Bear, t- former and I bear. take his
4: 82 jersey and wipe my ass with it as much as he talked about Taylor Swift pandering to kids. I think he's forced to, though. I uh, think. My question is Does she get a Super Bowl ring when they inevitably? She was probably, cheering
1: the Eagles last Super Bowl. Like she's <laughs>
2: flip flops more than John Kerry in 2004. Yeah, she's still trying to be in the family, man. She's just trying to be in the Kelsey family. That's all.
4: I don't get it, though. I don't get it. I don't understand. I, I hate Travis Kelsey. I hate to say that. I don't hate him, but he's annoying to me. The whole Chiefs.
1: I hate fucking Kansas City. Period. I was
4: gonna say I like Andy Reid, and that's it. But Nagy is back there, and I had no idea. And he looks like he's seventy-five pounds. I don't know if it's worry the the worry from the Chicago Bear days or what, but (laughs) he looked so unhealthy last night. I always say he looked like the doctor on Halloween.
1: (laughs) I shot him six times. You
2: know, (laughs) favorite part of the movie right there.
0: Guys, I got a $2 super chat from Retro to get to here. Thank you, Retro. Harbaugh isn't Ditka 2.0. Just stop the nonsense. Thank you, Retro. Appreciate you very much.
2: He's a winner. He's a winner. That's right. one thing for certain. But it's even hard if for anybody Ditka, to be Ditka 2.0. Yeah? Yeah, even, even if he's not Ditka 2.0, he's a winner. I mean, he's won yeah. everywhere he's been, so he's a winner. Mm-hmm. That's for certain. And yeah. Dick Ditka can't say that because when he was in new Orleans, he wasn't a winner. <laughs> well,
1: I honestly felt like if, you know, if Ricky had his head on straight at the time and didn't, you know, had his anxiety diagnosed and all that. Cause Rick, Rick saw in Ricky. What Ricky proved by telling you went to Miami, what did saw in him was legit. Like he right. was a horse in, uh, in Miami. But couple that, he had all those Billy Joe's, hope Billy Joe Hobart, Billy Joe Tolliver. It's just Mm -hmm. like, fuck, man, he didn't have a quarterback. If if he had more time to have a quarterback and Ricky played like he did in Miami, maybe they don't fire him. But when he gave up his old draft to get Ricky Williams, I think the writing was on the wall.
0: Well, the worst part about that is he's still paying alimony to him. (laughs) They did get married.
3: Remember Uh,
0: that?
2: ESP in the magazine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I just think, though, I mean, again, yeah, we have our excuses, but Dicka didn't win in uh, New Orleans. Harbaugh has won everywhere he's been. That college, I forgot the college before he went to Stanford. I forgot the name uh, of
4: san Diego one. San Diego State.
2: San Diego State. That's Stanford. where Marshall Fox played, too. But yeah, that's, what I'm that's saying. right. He's, he's been a winner. He's won everywhere he's been. We, we, we can't snub our nose at that. So, hey, I give him credit.
0: At this point, what do we have to lose? Retro. I mean,
4: <laughs> and, and uh, again, nobody <laughs> did because to to quote Rick Pitino talking about my beloved uh, or no, he was talking about the Celtics, wasn't he, or was it the Knicks? Uh, Pitino was bad with the Knicks.
1: I he I, I kind of wasn't watching when my, he was in Boston. My
4: my uncle loved him with the Knicks. I don't know why, but anyway, uh, Larry Bird's not walking through that door. Kevin Kell's not walking there. Mike Ditka's not coming back. Um, <laughs> that mon- the monsters of the Midway are what, in their 70s at this point? They're not coming back. So y- you have to, uh, we got to adapt and adjust. And I think Harbaugh is the guy. Clearly,
0: we, got another, I, we got another $2 just, super chat from Retro saying, Where is Harbaugh won? Not Chicago, not San Francisco.
2: I mean, he did go to Super Bowl 47 as yes, he did the head coach. Yes, he did. And, I mean, not everyone – I mean, I can't classify everyone as a winner only if you win a Super Bowl. Because mm-hmm. up until Reed won one, I thought he was still a winner. I mean, he lost a Super
4: Bowl in Philly. They were winning
0: the Super Bowl before still, the lights went out, too. I'm sorry? They were winning the Super Bowl before the lights went out, remember? That's,
4: that's what I was going to say. I kind of feel like they got the Montreal screw job there. <laughs> so, I think he's a winner. I, I do. I think Harbaugh's a
2: winner.
0: Yeah, he hasn't. He he, he wasn't awful in Chicago. He he won in Indianapolis as a quarterback, right? Yeah, and he took Indianapolis to a championship game.
1: Yeah, and came up like a half a fucking inch of winning that game. Uh, Aaron Bailey. It looks like even Phil Simms on the announcer. He's like, he caught it, and it looks like he catches it. But the referee did see it touch the ground at the end. Of it. But the dude for like a split second had the catch that was going to send the Colts to Super Bowl Thirty. Mm -hmm. what a great yeah it was a great moment Harbaugh like yeah he was great there like he had some moments in Chicago but I think unfortunately for him if we're talking about his playing days people forget this before he lost the Dallas wild card game he was in the hospital on Friday night before the game and uh, was sick really sick and then he came out on Sunday and he played like shit and like field Sunday threw an interception to lose the game we lost 17-13 and uh, you know and then when by the time Juan he got there, he just the offense didn't match him, and then and he wanted to move on from Harbaugh anyway.
0: Silly in my mind at yeah. the time.
1: <clears throat> well, he only he only threw seven, I think it was seven touchdowns in '93 his last year there. The offense was really inept. That's the year they had Craig Hayward in there. And Ironhead weighed like 290 that year at fullback or 300, 330. Who knows? He was way overweight. But then we get rid of him. He goes to the Falcons and gets a thousand yards and gets in shape. But when he's at the Bears, he looked like William Perry in there. Yeah. That 93 yeah. offense was pretty bad. I mean,
4: but anyway, we're, I'm reminiscing, but
3: it's good to reminisce, though. Yeah. It is
4: because, and I'm not nogging you because I'm in a little bit of the same boat because their offense can't move from me to you in Pittsburgh. But we got to remember the good days, right? Yeah, is Mitchell starting this week? I think so. No, Well, Kenny may not miss time, but it is a knee injury. But it's kind of uh, funny, not in a ha-ha way, but strange, of course. Week four of last year is when Kenny took over for Mitch. When he got hit against, uh, I want to say Cleveland, but I don't remember who they were playing. Uh, when he got hurt, I should say.
0: <laughs> and
4: right. same thing this this week, although... The offense is just stale and stagnant <laughs> under Canada. I know we have to stay away from Pittsburgh for wide receivers
1: now. So we've had Chase Claypool. <laughs> we had Marcus Wheaton yeah, and Santonio Holmes, and they all sucked when they came to the Bears.
4: That, ah. ca- that catch against Arizona, uh, if he hadn't have caught that, you guys would have had a chance on him in free agency much earlier, <laughs> I believe, <laughs> because he was wearing his welcome out. Yeah, I mean <laughs> – there's a we great,
2: also have Randall. L?
4: No, he got
1: mad at Lovey because Lovey wouldn't didn't want him. Remember, uh, and uh, that's okay. when we dra- we drafted Devin Hester. But like Antoine Randall L said, Lovey was a dick to him, and like oh, I wow. guess his agent and the Bears upper management like had some kind of talks, and then Lovey was just like, I don't think he's a good ball player, or whatever. Like <laughs> Lovey was an asshole to him, and. <laughs>
4: <laughs> now, now to shorty's point he's getting you a uh i'm gonna i'm gonna say fat boy although i know it is a fat head and i'm just to get me a fat boy of lovey as well because <laughs> i do love lovey i i sincerely uh i didn't know this until i think the first day me and dan met uh we talked for about 30 45 minutes or so and you were telling me that lovey <laughs> through the well Won the game, went for it on two. Yeah, because they were getting rid of him anyway. That I swear to you, Aldo and I went to that game,
1: mm-hmm. and the whole somebody kept telling us like it was, oh man, there's this big rumor that that Lovey's been told he's going to be fired after today, and he is subsequent subsequently said he's going to do everything he can to help the Bears today. <laughs> and oh, wow. sure enough, at the end of the game, they threw like a miracle touchdown, like on a fourth and twenty four. And and then they go for two and they got it, man. I was
2: watching that at Soldier Field. It's unfucking believable. You know, my take on that was I, I thought he was having the attitude of I just don't want this game to go to overtime. Win or lose, we're just going to go for it. I just don't, I don't want to go to overtime. That's the that's the thought I had for him going for that two point conversion. I just like he don't want to go to overtime. He want to get out of there. Uh, either did way, you look, it does. Did, did you guys see the look on a Houston owner's face after <laughs> he converted it, dog?
0: <laughs> yeah, they still got the guy they wanted. I'm sure they're better off with CJ Stroud.
4: They are. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think they still won uh, with yes. Uh, no matter what order, because Stroud is, I, I think what for, uh, What what's the record he just broke? Um. Oh
1: so yeah, Stroud? he's uh, he's that's still behind Cam Newton though. Oh, okay. Like the most yardage oh, in the first four games. First four is a four. I don't oh, okay. want to
4: sound crazy. Yeah, but is it like fourteen hundred? Yeah, no.
1: he 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 eclipsed somebody. I forget who the other, but Cam still got the record for the most okay. yardage in his first four games as
2: a uh, as a rookie. Was now, a he, huge was team, he was my number one. He was my really? number one overall quarterback. Over he was. I, I, I had him over Bryce. Bryce height
4: concerns. Me. <laughs> yeah, looks, looks like you were right. By the way, because I had
0: him over Bryce too for sure. Sports uh, Retro with another $2 super chat. Thank you, Retro. Mitch was better than Fields as a bear by Justin Fields. (laughs) Everyone's just, um, what is it? Somebody, I saw somebody in another chat earlier said today, or maybe it was this chat that the, uh, our fan base is like in a civil war with each other. (laughs) Maybe it was Greg Gabriel's chat, but they kind of are. We kind of are at a civil war with each other over Justin Fields, aren't we? Yeah, like
1: I've said to me it's it's strange that like, you know, if if Jay did anything like yesterday, getting hit and fumble and they take it back, intentional grounding and interception, they're like, Oh, he sucks. He's the, you know. But if Fields does it, it's like, oh, we, we gotta coddle him and and pretend that he's great. I want him to be great. I don't want to be accused of not liking him again. I have four jerseys. I do like him, and I was rooting for him. And I will continue to root for him, but it is strange to me that just people just pretend that he's more successful than he really is. He he had some great runs last year, but I think Cutler always got like the hate, and Fields gets like protection. Like, oh, I, he's we got to hold him and hug him and make sure no one criticizes him.
2: If I can, if I can uh, give my assessment on what the difference is, is the fact that Fields has no help whereas trubisky had a good defense so if trubisky would have been adequate more adequate i think we would have won possibly even the super bowl but because of fields i mean we yeah fields messed up yesterday let's be honest he messed up with the things you pointed out however he scored 28 points and our defense did what for him nothing Nothing. Nothing. So I think, yeah, there's a different circumstance there. I think if you look at it overall, Fields a better talent. But, yeah, record-wise, M- Mitchell was better. I can't deny that. He was better, but Also I my coupler, too-
1: not Trubisky. I, I, <laughs> I'm not going to say Mitchell's better than uh, Fields in any other aspect other than he had a better record. But he had, right. it was on a better team. That's it. I mean, yeah. Jay's yeah. Uh, Fields is
2: way better than Trubisky. Agree, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. I agree with so that that's why too, I think yeah. that, that that's where the difference comes in. that is because yeah, we had a Super Bowl caliber caliber team, except for the caliber, except for the quarterback with Trubisky. Everything else. Well, of course, the kicker as well.
4: But uh, everything
2: else, we we had a Super Bowl-quality team in 2018. Hey, hey, that I, ball was tipped.
4: I believed in that team, too. I, I really, I was, I honestly, uh, I know Dan said I was not, and I'm not a super, that's what I love about this fan base, though. You guys are so passionate about the Bears who, again, haven't been back to the Super Bowl since 0- 06. And you look at, like, Chiefs fans and Patriots fans and, even Steelers were a little fickle. We we are. It's been a while, but I mean, I've I've seen two Super Bowls in my lifetime. Um,
3: and I can but,
4: see more. yeah, uh, and and you guys are. Um, and why couldn't
1: you win the other
4: one? God damn it! Why couldn't you at least beat Green <laughs> Bay for that, us? I was so I hated Green Bay. I hated Little Wayne. I hated. Um, um, who, Like every Mike McCarthy, I still couldn't get over it for the longest time. That was tough. Charles Woodson, I think he broke his arm in the game, didn't he? I don't know, but Brady fumbled when Woodson hit him with the Raiders. I
1: know that shit.
0: Guys, we got a $5 super chat I got to get to here from Hector Zambrano. Hector, thank you so much. That is awesome of you. Thank you. The Bears can still go on a winning streak once we are healthy. Fields already Agreed. proved he's capable. Just needs Getsy to get his foot on the pedal, or to keep his foot on the pedal. Yes, they should have been trying to play that game like they wanted to score fifty-six points, not not just coast to a victory. That's. Well, what you I'm know, I'm going to play now.
1: devil's advocate on that because at the end, the, dri- the drive that should have been a field goal. Like Herbert was running the ball really well all the way down the field. So mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm calling plays there and I'm like shit, they can't stop it. I mean, I don't have a problem with them. They're moving the ball. You got to run it too. So I don't know if it's fair to say Getzey got too conservative because the, Herbert was just running really well in that possession. So I, I don't know if we could say that they got conservative. But I, I w- kind of wish he had it because maybe if he doesn't put. Fields in that spot to to do turn his back to the defense there, then maybe he does he sees that you got to it's your offensive line there too like fuck man block for the guy, but yeah he turns around as soon as he sees that like, he gets hit and the ball comes out but in all honesty that's not Fields' fault I guess I mean the line
2: lets their guys go and like no, no, that's no, a no. dumb
1: play call. that's a dumb play call there
2: the, well see what 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 I've been noticing all year I don't know if you noticed know this or not Dan. But the thing that I see is teams are holding the edge. They got two guys on the edge w- waiting for fields. So whichever way he breaks out, he has an edge always there now. So mm-hmm. when they call that play, that edge, no one blocked him. He, No one blocked him the, because they, they blocked down. So he shot right off the edge. As soon as he turned around, fields got hit. So yeah. So it's like you can't get out of that but then listening to his uh presser field said the number one rule on rollouts is you can't get back so he was trying to throw the ball away that's when the fumble occurred so when i when i combine all of that i'm like okay nobody's nobody's blocking that edge rusher he's trying to get the ball out boom as soon as you turn around they, there it is he get hit so yeah, it's his fault ultimately. I'm not saying it's not his fault, but I don't know what he could have done differently.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That that one was, it's kind of tough uh, yeah. to blame him for that. I mean, he does fumble a lot though. But in that particular instance, he got. I mean, like you said, as soon as he turned around, boom. Yeah, that's a hard one to put on. But that did change the momentum. Agreed. You could Agreed. you could feel it, man. Like. Yep. I, I kept saying, if they don't kick the field goal, they don't kick the field goal. They're going to lose. And I said that before they went for the, because I was like, what are they doing? No, no, no. Okay. They're just trying to drum off sides. Okay. That works. That's right. And then they call timeout and then come back out. Like right. if you were going to go for it, then don't waste your time out. Exactly.
3: exactly. Oh
1: God.
2: Eberflus has no clue what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. That, that that showed me right there. I'm like, okay. I think Eberflus is leaning over his head that moment right there i was like you tried to get them draw them off sides it didn't work call timeout. then to come back out and you still go for it i was like what are we doing He's no. so bad, but
1: he's got to tell his wife. No, seriously, I, I, I can do this. <laughs> She's like, "Come on, I, I, you just need to." Do you mean coaching or like other aspects of? Well, I, I, I don't want to say that, but I mean, who knows? The I'll way this, the way that. he coaches, he's probably bad. He's probably dead in bed too.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that was bad for <laughs> <right now. laughs> Retro, thank you, Retro. Uh, He he wants to, he wants, he's paying another $2 to shit on Justin. Justin isn't an NFL QB. He's a hybrid, a la Cordell Stewart. Thank you. I can't say that. Super chat, Retro.
2: I can't say that because Cordell Stewart, he ran when he was at Colorado. That's all he did in his NFL career, Mm -hmm. was do a lot of running. Fields was a pocket passer at Ohio State.
4: He was, he was different. He was different yeah. at Ohio. He's yeah. even different. CJ Stroud is amazing. But um I don't I liked him honestly better. The college career is a little better. Until I seen Stroud play against was he it He used to have Fields there. He said Fields was a a, a pocket passer at Right. Ohio State. But but he kind of set the precedent for CJ Stroud to come in. And I know we're okay, okay, to compare the two, but I got Ohio yeah. State... And I know Stroud's going off right now, but that could honestly end too because the NFL is so competitive and all that, of course. Right. But yeah. uh,
0: possibly, yeah.
4: PJ, I, I, it sounds like you did follow Fields. I, I'm assuming you're a college fan, correct? Not at all. Okay, not at all. What is it with not you guys? You guys just hate college. I and do like too. I hate Bears. college football. I hate I'm, it. I'm getting to that point because uh, it's the D, and not that I hate Deion Sanders, but I see more colorado buffalo coverage than uh taylor swift it's, it's deon sanders taylor swift and uh donald j trump on the television uh, and don't forget
1: <laughs> no no don't forget the toy story thing too oh god all oh, the jaguars game
4: yeah that's so horrible i already forgot it i don't even know who won that game was i don't know who won the game but the toy story
1: <laughs> shit was fucking whack man i don't know the the jaguars why won.
4: Supposed- did, did jaguars they work one so I know they, they got won. a lot of turnovers in that game, but um, I was going to say about Fields, you're right. He was a po- he was an athletic pocket passer at mm-hmm. Ohio State, and then Stroud came in and kind of did the same thing. And I honestly mm-hmm. liked Fields a, lo- a lot better than Stroud, honestly, until Agreed. last year in the playoffs when Stroud and they lost. But I think it was Georgia. They had Georgia on the ropes and honestly should have won. And what was it, a missed field goal, I believe, that – uh, sunk the game right as the clock struck twelve on new on the new year. So uh, fields, I thought was much better though. Up until that, I thought so that Georgia game, I mean, I mean, up until I mean, I from the little bit
2: because i normally only watch like a big game of college. So I don't watch mm-hmm. the day to day or the week to week. Yeah, but yeah. I, I see some of the bigger games, and I'm like, and I because in those big moments, I try to see how a player react and to me, Fields against, what, Clemson that year? And then against, um, was it Alabama? I can't remember. But it seemed like he had a good playoff run those years that he was in college. I'm like, okay. And he did it from the pocket. It wasn't until, what, week six last year that we discovered that he he could actually run with the ball like that. Because up until then, I didn't know. I mean, because I've seen his pro day. He ran, what, 4.4, I think? on the 40-yard dash, I'm like, okay, he's pretty fast, but he never uses it yeah. up until week six.
0: Yeah. $5 Super Chat from Hector Zambrano. Thank you for supporting BCP, Hector. We really appreciate it. Appreciate Je- it, Hector. Je- Jenkins may be active for Thursday night, so he's coming back from IR, but I'm not sure if he's going to be in this game, guys. I mean, it's it's unless he's been ramping up and he was – yeah, yeah,
2: I'm pretty sure he has not
0: He was ready to go this past Sunday.
2: It was just a calf strain, though, right?
3: Wasn't? I don't upgrade? know. He
1: was in a walking boot. That's all I knew. I, I don't know what the official diagnosis was.
2: Yeah, I thought it was a calf strain, so I would expect him to play, and he'd be a major upgrade over uh, White here because White here, yeah, White awful, on. and so is
1: Nate Davis,
2: man.
0: I well, I, if he does come back it'll be well needed. Yeah. Thank you, Hector.
2: I'm on the fence on Nate Davis there, Dan. I'm, I'm on the fence on him. I mean, he, I'm giving him a little bit of leeway because of him being in and out the lineup. I mean, because he didn't even have no first contact until what, the first game of the season? Right. I mean, because of all, all, all preseason and training camp, every time they had padded practices, he was out. But when they had like non padded practices, he was in. So I want, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I want to give him a little bit of leeway until I can see him about three good games in a row and then I'll see what he got. But right now, I'm on the fence. Well, I agree that uh,
1: wholeheartedly that White Hair, I said this last year too, that Whitehair is just done, man. I mean, I'd like to see him win because he's been there so long now. Like he's paid his dues. Like he deserves to be on a winning team. But holy shit, he can't play anymore.
2: I'm trying to decide who's better between him and Patrick. That's where I'm. I would keep Patrick there at center
1: now. Like you're already a month into the season. Like you just keep the continuity in that aspect because that's got to be better for Justin to have the same snap, the same cadence. You would think, in my opinion. Like he's right. already, and we always thought, oh Patrick, he won't be able to make it to week five. You know, I mean, he has, yeah. so I would, I would keep him in there. I, I, and Whitehair had used to have bad, terrible high snaps that people have seemingly forgotten during I his haven't. run. when oh, you
2: know, I'm, with yeah. I'm
1: with you. 100%. It would be like third and four, and that's when the, he would sail the ball over. You know, either Jay's head or Trubisky's head, whatever. You know, it's just like
2: fuck, man. Or the part that really got me about him was he would hike it so high to where the quarterback has to reach up and they doing one of those, uh, speed sweeps when, you know, it's all built on timing to where as soon as you catch it, the quarterback, you hand it to the wide receiver who's, uh, running that fly pa- or that sweep real fast and it throws off the whole timing by him hiking the ball up high. And it's like, huh? right. Yeah, I mean, so the the quarterback still gets the ball, but throws off the whole play, and it's a busted play by the time it comes out.
1: I agree. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Walters best is saying Doug Kramer. What does FTW mean?
2: Fuck the world. (laughs) I think I think that's what the Bears want. Uh, They want Kramer to be their center. Uh, I I really believe that.
0: Small, it's pushed around a lot. He is. But that's that's what I think
2: they want, uh, the
1: gentlemen. I hate to 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 be a bitch, but I I'm really tired and I got a bunch of shit to do at the house. It's one a.m. I love talking to you guys, but I really have to go. I'm so sorry.
0: Oh sure, mm-hmm. I was trying to end this fucking show an hour ago, and I'm just gonna. Bail oh, it's out.
1: been great. It's been great. No, I think it's been really good the last hour plus, man. Um, I just I, I got I still have a litany of things to do at home though, and, I, and I'm tired. I will
4: say this to PJ, uh, non-interceptions in Justin Fields college career. That's it to 41 touchdowns or sorry, sorry, sorry. 41 touchdowns in the 18 season, 41 touchdowns to three interceptions. And that's the year they went to the college football playoff against, I think they played Alabama. So seemingly it looked very, very, very right at the 11th pick, especially. Yeah. And, uh, I just want to preach Harbaugh one more time, Mr. Jim Harbaugh.
2: (laughs) Well, I enjoyed you guys tonight, man. Thanks for uh, letting me come on and uh, join in with you guys. Appreciate it.
0: No, thanks for coming on with us, PJ. And Justin, it was great meeting you. Thanks for hopping on with us. It sounded like we had on like a professional um, sports anchor from the news or something with just having your radio voice on with the radio equipment and along with Dan.
4: <laughs> yeah, we do a high school show together here so. Dan uh, is oh. my mentor. He is, he seriously is. Uh without him I wouldn't be where I'm at. Um uh, here at this only I push buttons on Sunday. That kind of sucks, but on Fridays we have a I have a really good time I think he does as well. Um I <laughs> It's a great show. It's a fun time
0: that's awesome man man. well it's great meeting you thanks for joining us tonight yes sir both of you guys
4: shorty and pj i see what i I see the bear love i appreciate it i just want to give you guys a bear hug all three of you thank you man man.
0: (laughs) we need it right now
4: i understand i understand
0: (laughs) all right guys what do you guys want to i want to say first off to everyone in chat thank you so much for joining us tonight thank you for the super chats hector zambrano retro you guys are awesome Thank you for your support really it means the world you're helping to keep the lights on on this channel because it isn't cheap <laughs> so appreciate you guys thank you everyone for joining us tonight uh just to remind you uh, i will be on the psf tomorrow uh, tomorrow night the psf app with uh, lester wilt- lester wilt fong at 7 p.m eastern time we do a quick show on there uh, and the bears fan chat and then wednesday on bcp at 6 p.m eastern time with lynn and then Thursday, the show with Foster and PJ. And uh, we're going to be doing the pregame at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. And then we're going to kick it off into the game. And we'll see you guys there. Thank you guys for joining us. And um, if you would like to join us, uh, Justin, in the One Two Three Bears, how we end this show, you can go ahead and do that with us.
4: Okay. Yeah, I was going to do the Farley uh, fake heart attack, but I'll skip <laughs> that. Let's do that. that All right. So we bad. end this
0: down already on a one two three, Bears. Bears.
4: Bears. bears, the bears. <laughs> <laughs>